where's the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on gotodobbs.com now. Get your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service too. Click on gotodobbs.com for spring break deals now. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own, custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shack. The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at gotodobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. 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 Hey, everybody, everybody. Hey, hello. Hi. Oh, my God. Guys, it's Friday. Yay. Oh, let's get this uh, boat back to shore. Okay. Let's get this boat back to shore and let's get on with our weekend. One more day. You can make it. Yeah. You can make it. Everybody's... But he's all right. It's going to be a good day. Yeah. Things Let's are be great. optimistic. Things are great. Think about yeah. the things that make you happy. What makes you happy, Rafe? Uh, having my mic on. Yes. Is yes. One thing. That and, would be nice. Uh, that'd be nice. That, you know, start small. Yeah, just little things. A lot of things make me happy, man. I'll tell you some things that make me happy. I got a list. Okay. A list of things that make me happy. Finding money in your pocket. The best. Maybe you, you're putting on that jacket. Maybe you put on that jacket this week because it was cool in the morning. You put that jacket on you hadn't you hadn't seen in a while. Oh, hello, old friend. Howdy. Cha-ching. And Cha-ching. then, oh, my God. Yeah, hell, a $5 bill. Oh, yeah. I'm buying candy. Yeah. That's the best when it's not a dollar. <laughs> it's like a five yeah. or a ten. Yeah. When it's not a dollar. Yeah, I put my one of my coats on. Over the weekend and uh, or this week, and I had almost twenty dollars. No, look at you! Don't that. spend it all in one place. Whoa! Yeah. Or how about getting a surprise refund? Oh, the best! The yeah. check in the mail. Like a check in the mail from your doctor. Oh, you overpaid. <laughs> yeah, you overpaid on something. Here's fifty dollars. Yeah, you know, normally it's money going out. Mm-hmm. It's never money coming in. Mm. You go to the mailbox, it's all doom and gloom, usually. When I get a refund check of any kind, I go, oh, see, all is this is good. I have faith again. Because then you feel like when you give the money, they're just ringing you out. But when you get the money back, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a restored faith. It's usually, uh, for me, when I walk to the mailbox, it's a, uh, it's a shuffle. I shuffle the mailbox with like a doom and gloom look on my face. Like, uh, who do I owe money to now? Right. I guess I got to pay the sewer bill. Mm-hmm. And then, uh uh-oh, look at that. Look at this. Money coming in. Crazy. I spend it immediately. 
Hearing your favorite song on the radio. Yes, that makes me happy. No, you work in radio. That's supposed to make you happy. I don't, that never happens. I was going to say you're welcome, St. Louis, but okay. Yeah. We don't we play just, music on this show. I know, we but we're <laughs> affiliated with a radio station that does. We just played Stan, and you love that song. I do love Eminem. Yeah. yeah, we work for a radio station. I don't know. Maybe I'm burnt out. On behalf of Donnie and Liv, you're welcome. Uh, hitting every green light. Yes, I had that oh. this morning. Hit every green light on yeah, my way man. in today. Dude. Every green light. It's going to be a good day. Kill for that. Incredible I hit day. one, two... Three, four, I have five lights mm-hmm. on my way to work. All of them green. Thank you. Dang. Gonna be a great, you. You're going to have a good time this Thank weekend. You. <sighs> Must be nice. Finding something you thought you lost. Yes. Mm-hmm. I believe somebody found my watch. What? Really? Well, I woke up uh, this morning in despair. <clears throat> in despair. <clears throat> Completely clueless as to what time it was. Yeah. Yeah. What time? No, when I woke up this morning, I was like, oh, I got reminded my watch fell off my, my wrist yesterday <laughs> on my way to work. Yeah. The first thought you this had. This is my first thought. Well, first, actually, I thought it was Thursday. Ooh. See what happens when you lose your watch? Mm-hmm. You don't even know what day it is. Right. Time is I thought it was Thursday, and then I'm getting dressed. And I was like, oh, man. man. You got your backup watch on I got today. my backup watch on. Is this yeah. like your next favorite watch of the time? No, this is my favorite, favorite watch. Oh, nice. Is it expensive? It's my dad's as well? old watch. Oh, that's cool. Ooh, that one's really nice. Neat. It looks brand new. Oh, I take care of it. I this one ain't so. falling off my wrist. Yeah. Mm-mm. But I came to work and there was a voicemail on my uh, my my desk phone, and it was somebody going, "Hey, found your watch. Huh. If you'd like it back, well, well, he actually said, we found what's left of your watch. Oh. It, I mean, it's it's gone." It was a metal watch. It's gone. Are you going to pick it up? Yeah, now, I never said what kind of watch it was, so he will have to provide detail. Okay. He will have to provide detail as to if it really is my watch. Does it have a little Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on it? It's green. Yeah, it was a... little Timex. Had a little calculator on it. Yeah. I remember the first watch I ever got was a Mickey Mouse watch, and it was a red, had a red leather band. It was an itty-bitty little kid watch. Those were the fancy ones, right? Yeah, it was like very fancy. It was like $100 in the 90s, and I remember my dad was like... You got to learn how to tell time. And so I would be like wearing this watch and it had Mickey in his arms, you know, would be oh, the yeah. little hand in the big hand. It's mm. fun. Oh, Still yeah. have it. I had a uh, Zelda watch. Okay. Oh, That was dang. like, remember when Nint- I saved up for it and got it, bought it with my Christmas money from like two Christmases. And it was like the little digital watch, but it had the Zelda game on it. Aw. Oh, wow. That's cool. I mean, it sucked. Oh. But you thought it was cool. In the well, 90s. you thought it was cool, like when I got a calculator watch. Kind of like when you had, remember when you had like, <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, like the Capcom football game handheld. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But they were terrible, you know. It was terrible. The at games the were terrible, but at the time you were like, oh, fine. It was awesome. It's close. This is like pre-Game Boy. This is when you were like, oh, the closest thing to a handheld. A handheld, like the flip open Donkey Kong. Yeah. Do you remember those? No. Uh, it looked like, um, it was bigger than a wallet. But it it flipped open. Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh god, it was like it was it was definitely pre Game Boy. Yeah. Wow. It's like the only game you could oh, put batteries like, okay, in. Okay. It. it was like a yeah. little shell. Like it almost was like a little like. It, well, no, it wasn't on your wrist. Oh. You could like almost like put it in your back pocket. Hmm. It was really rudimentary. It was. But I remember I got a calculator watch, and that was a big deal. 
Heck yeah. Yes, that that's it. That's it. This is nice. That's it. Oh. Yeah, I never had that. That is so cool. Mine was this. I remember like uh Cool. Oh, oh yeah, the, that like watch. A little, yeah, like a little video game like on your Absolutely. wrist. Absolutely, I remember that. that. Apple 100%. Watch before it even knew what it was. Well, so was it Casio? Was it Casio that made the uh, the calculator watches? I think so, yes. Casio. Because that was a I big deal. Timex in. Because I remember the uh, the math teacher going, "You cannot use that watch in this class." Oh, big tech. Yep. Uh uh-uh, uh, not in this class. Mm-mm. Yep. Because remember, remember, in the real world. You're not going to always have a calculator no. on you. No. <laughs> not at all. Enter Steve Jobs. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> and that was, hey, remember, you need to learn this because you're not going to have a calculator on you, you all the time. You, know, you better retain this because it's not like you're going to have you're your gonna, internet in your pocket. You're going to need this. Shh. Boy, idiots. They are wrong. We showed them. Oh, mm-hmm. by the way, yeah, something that makes me happy is, is thinking it's Thursday. In reality, it's Friday, and that happened this morning. I yeah. had, yesterday, we, Rafe was t- telling us the story about how when you wake up and it's, like, mm-hmm. way earlier than you think it is, or, like, way later than you think it is. And so I woke up at 2 o'clock on my own, and I looked at the clock, and once I realized it was 2 o'clock, I go, oh, yeah. And I got to go back to sleep for oh, a couple Oh, good for hours, you. That's was awesome. Excellent. Good for you. It was a great feeling. It is. I lost my Zelda watch in... Because you used to be able to play it in class. I could turn the sound off. Mm-hmm. So I felt like I was really getting away with something. Yeah. But there was this kid. He was kind of a weird kid and kind of a bully, but also, like, he kept, like, in spelling class. And I think it was, like, seventh grade, dude. And he kept drawing pictures of, like, him cutting my head off with a chainsaw and then, like, showing them to me. Huh. Sweet. Oh, my God. And then, like, it'd be, like, him, like, picture of him. And then it'd be, like, this is your mom. Oh, my God. And I was, like, dude. Leave me alone. It's just one of those things, like, you're going through puberty, and finally it gets the better of you, and I yeah. just, I beat the hell out of this kid in the middle of class. I just, like, went on. It was like that one bridge too far. Yeah. I don't remember if he, like, stabbed me with a pencil. or He, he snapped. Did, he did something, and I kind of snapped, and I beat the crap out of this kid right in the middle of spelling class, and I broke my watch. Oh. And then I remember Mr. Ellis was our spelling teacher, and he was also, like, the high school football coach. They were still paddling kids then. They took me out, He so he took me out in the hallway, and he's like... Hey, I hate that kid, too. <laughs> and I go, <laughs> Thank you. For real? And he goes, I want to smack this pole three times. I want oh you to scream bloody yeah. murder. Like, I really worked you over out here. And Aww. he goes, but honestly, good job. Yeah. And <laughs> that's, I was like, awesome. that's when the fist bump was, was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, it was right kind of cool. That, that, the fist the bump was me and, Coach, me and Coach Ellis were yeah. on another level from he that goes, point hey, let's, uh, you He know. goes, finally, somebody. He goes, I can't stand that kid. So, you know. School justice. Did you ever get paddled? School justice. No. Early, early my, form of swamp justice. I got my mouth taped. Oh. I went to uh, Catholic school, mm-hmm. uh, kindergarten and first grade, St. Andrews in uh, Flushing, Queens. And I'd just gotten over the chicken pox. Oh, no. Hmm. And I was a pretty much a loud mouth in class as it was. I was always uh, my... No. My desk and chair were constantly being removed and put into the hallway. Mm. <laughs> Been there, brother. I was a disruptive person. And uh, I had chicken pox. I'd just come back. Uh, you know when you have chicken pox, they scab over? Yeah. I'll never forget this. Man, they scab over. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess I was, like, scratching my face. And, like, it, this is gross. Like, a scab fell off. Ew. Off my face. Did you eat it? No, I didn't eat to. it. Good. That's good. Yeah. But Sister Eleanor she did. thought I was picking my nose. Uh, oh, I said, I was not. I was picking my scabs. Uh, yeah, I was, I'm sorry. I was picking my scabs, Sister <laughs> Eleanor. 
And she was a mean one. She was mean, and then she goes, you're talking back. And, uh, and I don't like your scabby I, face. Yeah, so. I don't like your attitude. <laughs> and she taped my mouth. Taped my mouth shut. Bummer. Yeah, I was innocent. Now, all the other times when I was disruptive. Deserving. I, des- I yeah. definitely deserved it. Yeah. Oh, the worst was our class was next to, uh, or was that was second grade? Second grade, I went to public school. Uh, my second grade uh, class uh, we were next to the assistant principal. It was a mean big guy. So whenever my desk would be removed from the class and have to sit outside, mm-hmm. and the vice principal walk by, I'd have to go sit in his office and get yelled at. Yep. Yeah, it's always fun. I got paddled once. Principal Paddle. Hopkins. Really? Oh, yeah. Nice. I don't remember what it was for, though. Honestly, it, it, there's probably some like PTSD with that. Like, How old were you? Uh, I was in grade school. That's Southern Illinois justice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah they Elementary. kept it around for a while, dude. Yeah, well... In- I had the only time that happened to me was first grade, and my teacher had one uh, hand that was a nub. She didn't have fingers on it, and so I tripped my buddy. I thought it was funny, you know. I tripped him, and and he kind of stumbled, but she saw me trip him. She ran over and immediately smacked my leg with that. Mm. I was like, Duh. with her nub. Yeah, it was Ow. awesome, and it hurt. I was uh, like, that's legit. Wow. Lisa on the feedback says, none of you old, are old enough to remember the swatch. Oh, I had a swatch watch. Dude, Parker Lewis one. can't lose. Do you remember that show? Synchronized yeah. watches. I wanted one because they were all the three cool guys in the Parker Lewis Can't Lose. One of the early Fox shows. Yeah. It was kind of like their take on Ferris Bueller. Yeah, I felt like it was right. a ripoff of Ferris Bueller, but they were like, at the beginning of every episode, they'd be like, synchronized swatches. Uh, that was probably around the same time as Herman's Head. Love that show, that too. Oh, you never watched Herman's Head? Uh-uh. What was that about? Uh, it was about a guy uh, named Herman. It's kind of like that Pixar movie. And like, and all his emotions lived in his head, and you would see what, what was doing. going on in his head. Oh, it was like Inside Out. That yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that movie. Herman's so head. Like inside Herman's head was like a command center. Fine. With, with like four or five characters in it, like anger. Yeah, it was a comedy. Yeah. Herman's head. Herman's head. It was great. But yes, Lisa, I did have it's a Swatch Watch. We remember Dang. Lisa. Um, yeah, also in school, by the way, do you remember the compasses? So in math class, mm-hmm. put the little pencil in. The pencil and the sharp, the other sharp end where you made a circle. Yes. Yep. Whenever the box of compasses came out, somebody was getting stabbed. Always. <laughs> oh, Always man. somebody got really? stabbed. Oh, yeah. Not in my school. No? You were shanking kids and when the compasses came out? I wasn't stabbing kids. But, you know, every once in a while, there'd be a lesson being being taught. And it's here, ow! And it was usually the person behind That's New York City. the other person, <laughs> you know, giving a little jab to the person in front of them. Right. Ow! Ow! <laughs> anyway. Yeah, this was this was an interesting week here in St. Louis. We had Jason Momoa in town. Remember that? Oh, Remember that? Oh, it was just what a couple a days memory. ago. Jason Momoa. Hey, shout out to all the ladies who have been tagging me in posts in the last 48 hours. Uh, and shout it's- out to all of the men and women who've been tagging me in posts uh, that... I think Momoa caught wind of our broadcast when he said, "Oh, when well, I'm going to play what he said." Yes, mm. we have. When he said what contact. he said. Yes, when when he said what he said. Um, so we were kind of joking around. So he was at uh, the Schnooks in De Pere on Tuesday, uh, and then he was at Deerberg's in Crestwood on Wednesday in a Total Wine in Chesterfield, mm-hmm. uh, and he was promoting his whatever vodka he's got. Miley. And we were just talking around, like, you know, panties are melting. Oh, there was no joke. 
This was Momoa's in town, serious. you know, panties are wet, uh, are melting off. And, and there's a flood down Manchester. Flood down Manchester, you know. National Guard was Those released. were the doors to yeah, the parish nuts. Sandbagging the doors. Yep. Flood of 93 all over again. Uh-huh. And then, I, I don't know if he if he heard our broadcast, but, you know, and this is uh, the RFT had this on their website. Uh, here's Jason Momoa talking about being in St. Louis. Question that. Hey, Louis, you want to stop? Thank you so much. You guys blew our mind. It was, uh, you guys spit, man. You beat out everyone. Woo! <laughs> 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 this is my hometown in Iowa. And everyone turned up, and it's just like the most pleasant thing. And then we're all up here, and I never saw something fun. St. Louis is definitely the wettest state I've ever been. St. Louis is definitely the wettest state I've ever been. That's right. We did it! Yeah, he's a scholar. Old Momoa. St. Louis is definitely the wettest state I've ever been. more than meets the eye there. Mm -hmm. Big brain in that head. St. Louis is the wettest state. I've ever been in. I hope whenever you yeah. type in famous Momoa quotes, that'll be on that well, list. Well, you know, St. Louis is a state of mind. St. Louis. It's not just a city, oh, it's yeah, a state of right. mind. That's, yeah. a, that's deep thinker. Show me wetness. Oh. Show me moisture. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Yeah, this is from the RFT. St. Louis loves Jason Momoa, and the feeling appears to be mutual. Appearing at an event hosted by Breakthrough Beverage at Maryland House in the Central West End yesterday, the hunky actor raved about the turnout for his Maylie vodka events in St. Louis and thirsty locals. St. Louis is definitely the wettest state I've ever been, Momoa said. Apparently, uh, it's Maylie territory for sure. Mm. Uh, Dylan in the chat says, you had Jason Momoa, Chris Motionless, and Matt Reif in town. Girls of St. Louis were drowned. Oh, that's right. Matt Reif was in town. I don't think he's attractive. I, I saw that he sold the steeple out twice, back to back right then. I, and I looked him up, and I don't know anything about that guy. I'm completely detached, but he's, like, known for being hot. hes I don't find him attractive at all. Interesting. He's kind of uncanny valley hot. Like, he's so good-looking that he almost looks like an android or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Android, I see. That's interesting. Like, he almost looks like an a- like if you were to tell AI to... to uh, I get a lot of messages saying... I show me a picture of a, of a hot guy, and AI would that's what AI would spit out. You say people say you look you, you and Matt. Right, I get a lot of messages saying? saying I look like I'm like his degenerate older brother or what? possibly. His <laughs> well, no, it's a it's a twins thing. It's a, you know Matt Rife and then the leftovers are yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Matt Rafe. So, Matt Rafe, yes. So if you don't, if he can't get any love, I'm not doing great. But that's all right. I'm yeah, gonna, I thought about changing my name to just. Rife Williams. Yeah, just, see just what for the Google what search. Just see what happens. Just, just, just for the Google searches for my comedy. Uh, Momoa said, you guys blew our minds. Uh, you guys effing win, man. You beat out everyone. Uh, he says he's been blown away by the previous visit to his hometown in Iowa. But then he showed up in St. Louis, and he says, I never signed so many bottles in my life. <laughs> also, the fact that Momoa's from Iowa does kind of take the shine off yeah, him a little bit. I don't like knowing that now. That was ruined for me this week. I don't know, farm boy. That's kind of cool. I don't know. I just like to Hawaiian think he's like the Hawaiian boy. guy. Yeah, like he lives. He has a cool hammock. But when he was he born in Iowa? He was about- born. Uh, I think he was born in Hawaii. I think his mom moved okay. there with him. I but I know he, he spent a lot the- of his life in Hawaii, right? Maybe not. And he's got the you know the the Hawaiian Islander tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. Which that's his design he has for all his clothing stuff as well. Yeah, but the fact that he's from Iowa. So Ill. Yeah. I don't know, it takes the shine off a little bit. Yeah, we need to stop talking about it. 
<laughs> Iowa is nowhere near the sea. It's nowhere near. It's Aquaman. It's not wet in Iowa. He's Aquaman. He needs to be near the sea. Is that what he meant? Is he saying it's wet because he's Aquaman? Or was it because no. of the, the no. panty No, fresh? and nor did it rain when he was here. He knows. He knows. We know. He knows. We know. It did not rain when Jason Momoa was in town. I can understand if there was like, you know, in another the past coin. two days it was raining. Right. The dew point. Yeah. It was a dew point, all right. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Schnook says uh, they sold uh, over 1,900 bottles of his uh, Maley vodka that one day he was there. Oh, nothing's wrong with Iowa, Jeremy, on the on the feedback. It just, you know, again, it's Aquaman. My grandpa Aquaman's not from Iowa. When I think Iowa, I think grandpa. So I don't want to think about Jason Momoa and grandpa. Right? No, again, Aquaman needs to be... He, Needs to be from where near the sea. Near the sea, yeah, not Merman. muddy rivers. He needs to be in clear, blue oceans. I never saw Aquaman. Was he a mermaid? Was it like a we're acting like it's not a mermaid and he is a mermaid? He was a shrimp. He, he doesn't. He was. You know, it's a mer- no. mermaid has a tail. You know, like a fish tail. Yes. He doesn't have a fish tail. Oh, how do you know? What is he? He could just talk to gills? fish. It's uh, what is it? Kevin Costner's uh, kind of. I don't listen. Water I water. don't yeah. know. It's one of the kids from that I'm, movie. I'm, listen, I saw the movie. As I, it wasn't okay. It was like Neptune. He's like the king of the sea. Yeah. So oh. technically. Triton. Mm. King Triton. He's one of the most important okay. creatures in the sea. He uh, he could talk to fish, right? That is his thing. Amongst his powers. Amongst his yes. powers that he, you know, he could blah, 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 swim blah. underwater and not have to come up for a breath. Are there mermaids blah, blah. in Aquaman or... Yeah. They are technically merfolk. They just didn't give them fishtails. Yeah, merman. Okay. Merman. Merman. <laughs> uh, the other, uh, all right, so Jason Momoa, he's gone out of our lives. Darn it. For now. For now. We tried to get him in the studio, and what we got was, well, you know, with the SAG strike going on right now, he's not really doing any interviews because, he's, you know, he can't talk about the movies he's in. But maybe next time. Yeah, Okay. Okay. There won't be a next time, but I'd like to think well. that him referring to St. Louis as the wettest state is his little nod to us. Which I appreciate. Yeah. Yeah. His little nod to us Thank saying, you, hey, man. we'll get you next time. I can't say it, but we all know. Mm-hmm. That's our little that's our little thing we got. I have a feeling he'll be on. Next time he's in St. Louis? Yep. When's that gonna be? He comes quite often. When they redo Escape from New York. And he is the Kurt Russell character. Ooh, that you know? would be cool. I could see that happening. That would be awesome. Oh, they're from Atlantis. That's right. Yeah. Oh, the underwater Oh, Georgia. Water Atlantis. Sea. Yeah. Oh. I didn't see They're that. not mermen. They're Atlanteans. <laughs> Listen, they're merkins. Merkins. They're mermen. Let's be honest. <laughs> it's the same lore. He's a direct descendant of whom? The king of Atlantis? I don't know. Yeah. Who is who? Neptune, who was a merman. Actually, I don't know. All right, nerds. (laughs) I just like pissing off comic book people. That's right. And you you have, by the way. And you have. And I am a fan. I'm the biggest comic book fan on this show. Absolutely. Absolutely. The the biggest comic book thing, I guess, in my life was, remember when uh, they killed off Superman back in the early 90s? Was it early 90s? 
It's probably like early, late 90s, maybe. Okay, so I remember they killed off Superman. And that, Lauren, that was a big deal. Yes, I remember mm-hmm. this. I heard about it. That it was, was a big deal. That was the collectors of collectors. And the, the com- remember, the, the comic was in like a sealed package. Yeah. It came with like an armband, and it was a, whole, it was a whole thing. It was a black package. And you thought for sure they only made... Maybe a hundred of these. Oh, and I remember my dad. My dad fortune. went and bought like five of them. Really? And put four in the safe. Oh wow! Do you still <laughs> have them? Four- I've I've no idea where they are. Dude, everybody's now they're probably worth money, but no, nah, are they worth money? Because really no, they were so well. produced, it was in every. St- I think even Walmart had them. Yeah. They then they split his everybody. personality into like four people. That was the thing. Superman became like four. When Darkseid killed him. They made a movie called Multi. Then there was like right? there was like a metal Superman that had like a hammer. And then there was a young one. I think there was like 1993, hmm. the death of Superman. Yeah, the rise of Robin. I don't remember the, the death specific. of Superman details. I don't remember. I don't remember the details either. But I remember my dad going out and and getting the comics and. and well, they tried to launch like four different comics off of it. And but nobody everyone knew. hated it, and they just brought him back. Well, it was a big publicity stunt just yeah. to get people to buy the comics. Mm-hmm. And again, they, I, I think the packaging came with an armband. It was supposed to be this was a cool. big deal. It was awesome. But I just remember every store had that thing. Yeah, this is going to be worth something, son. <laughs> and I still Keep it in the pack. Keep it in the safe. Oh, that was the worst in the parents. Because we had that with Barbies, like the holiday Barbies. My aunt would buy them for us, and then she's like, don't take them out of the package. That was like torture yeah. as a child. Like... What do you mean I can't play with this toy? <laughs> Back to you. Uh, let me see. The death of Superman. Okay. What are they worth? Well, I don't know which in one. In the package. In the package with everything in it. <laughs> I, I can't even find it. Dude, it's crazy. It says here. It's doomsday a near, killed him, not A near mint copy could be worth around 30 Dollars. Well, signed copy oh. with a certificate that might be worth up to three hundred and fifty dollars. Nice. Yeah. So that's a good. Ah, investment. good investment. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, the other big story, kind of making the national news as far as St. Louis goes, is the death of Rainy the elephant at the St. Louis Zoo. I saw this, and I know we didn't really talk about it, uh, but we, uh, when my brother was in town in August. Uh, he has two little kids. We went to the zoo, and uh, the river's edge, I think, is where the elephants are. Yeah. The elephants are kept, and we took the little tram ride, uh, and we went. And we saw the elephants, yeah, and uh, majestic creatures, and I'm sure we saw Rainy the elephant. And the details are kind of strange on how the how the elephant died. Did you Did you read this, Scott? Did you yeah, see this? there was a. A little yapper. Headline. Little dog. Headline. St. Louis Zoo elephant Rainy dies after rowdy dog scares her to death, leading to collapse. But the I'm confused on how... Well, I guess I don't understand elephant language. Well, an, an endangered elephant collapsed and died after a loose dog running in the zoo led her to become agitated. The 27-year-old female Asian elephant called Rainy passed away on Friday, October 13th, following the commotion at the St. Louis Zoo. According to the zoo... And I'm reading this, by the way, from a British publication. Okay. According to the zoo, the elephant died around 20 minutes after the dog was seen running in a non-public area near the elephant barn. While the dog was collected and handed over to a shelter, his presence caused one elephant that was outside to become agitated. 
while Rainey was indoors in her bedroom having dinner and did not see the dog, she became agitated after hearing the vocalizations from the herd. According to the zoo, they saw Rainey circle and vocalize all within a very brief period of time before collapsing. Upon Rainey's fall, the zoo's elephant care and animal health teams immediately performed emergency care. However, they were unsuccessful in reviving her. Oh, she had a heart attack. I know. She was only 27. But they said she had heart issues yeah. already. But I guess I do get that because my dogs, you'll have one that'll be at a window and see something really big. Like yesterday, they caused a storm because there was a cat across the street. So mm-hmm. one of them saw it. Other one not even knowing what's going on, all of a sudden jumps up, starts barking like crazy and running around. And yeah. They have no clue why they're they even barking. They have no idea. Yeah. Asian elephants have a lifespan of 48 years, so she was only halfway through her little life. she was a That's youngster. really sad. Yeah, Maybe that is a bummer. But... Uh, initial results from a necropsy, uh, necropsy uh, performed by the zoo's pathologist revealed some pre-existing changes in Rainey's heart. Further testing is being conducted to determine the significance of these changes. Are they going to... They're pinning it on the dog. Damn dog. They're pinning it on the dog. Was it Poor a Bichon? Poor thing didn't know, but probably was. <laughs> Had to have been a Bichon. <laughs> probably a Bichon. <laughs> no. There are less than 50,000 Asian elephants left in the wild, and they are facing extinction due to habitat loss and poaching. Uh, according to the World Wildlife Fund, Asian elephants weigh around 11,000 pounds, going to be up to uh, 11 and a half feet tall. So R.I.P. Rainey. And I yeah, think Rainey needs to be... Included in this week's in memoriam. Ooh, oh, Rafe. yes. Please. Who? Randy Rainy. the Elephant. Randy the Elephant. Please add Randy the Elephant to your in memoriam. And if they're going to send him to the taxidermy, we'd love to have No, no, Randy. no. Okay. <laughs> Everybody's saying that Jason Never. Momoa was, was referring to St. Louis's wet uh, being like yeah. raw alcoholics. Uh-uh. No. That's angel dust, by the way. When you get wet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's what he's talking about either. The wettest city? No, no. He's, he's referring not to the fact that we drink a lot of alcohol here. No, he's referring to the uh, to the fact that everybody with ovaries was ovulating. The female tsunami that he was, <laughs> was hit with. Yeah, the everybody, lines yeah. of ladies was wild. I'm proud of our our female spirit. I am in mm-hmm. this city for what has happened this week, and for ladies holding it together and not just rioting. Oh yeah. It was kind of like I saw Weird Al behind the pageant one night, and the fan base was basically the same, except it was all middle-aged men with their kids. Yeah, and that was it. The driest city, dude. It was the the driest city. Yeah. What was that one? Weird Al behind the pageant. Yeah, Yeah, there was not a lady inside. It was all. Uh, So these are my Friday leftovers, just stories I haven't gotten to this week. Uh, I do love this story, and this this will kind of. Tickle Rafe here. Um, This is one of those moments that only happens in movies. Uh, A comedian in England got revenge on a heckler. Have you? I'm sure you've been heckled on stage, right, Rafe? I mean, yeah, give or take. Yes, there's always a drunk or an idiot. And heckling, heckling comes in many forms. It does. You know, heckling could be, uh, and I saw this happen when Tina was on stage at your. Uh, your your headlining stint at the Funny Bone, mm-hmm. where Tina set up a joke and then somebody in the in the crowd yelled out the punchline. Right, sucks. Or tries, yeah. Or tries. Or at least tries it. to participate with mm-hmm. the with the comedian on stage. It's not it's not that way. You're not supposed to do that. Oh, mm-hmm. sorry. Or yell out you're not funny, or just be belligerent. Yeah, as heckling comes in many different forms. Right. Who did the documentary? 
about uh, hecklers. I think it was Jamie Kennedy. I don't remember. I think, I think it was Jamie Kennedy did a pretty decent Jamie documentary Kennedy. on hecklers. I got to see that. Where, Heckler. Yeah, it's it's called, called Heckler. In 2007. Where I think he kind of confronts some people who would, you know, heckle him on stage. Well, anyway, this is one of those moments that only happens in the movies. A comedian in England got revenge on a heckler who had been trolling him for 10 years with the phrase chicken wire. Chicken wire. Hmm. It started about a decade ago hmm. when a heckler shouted it out while he was performing on stage. And then every time this particular comedian posted something on Facebook, chicken wire would show up anonymously in the comments. For 10 years, this went on. <laughs> wow. And the troller finally made the mistake of using his real name. So the comic did some research. He found him on LinkedIn, discovered that he worked 150 miles away at a store in a mall. Yeah. And here's the revenge part. He drove to the store, found him sitting with other employees and customers and got in his face and started yelling, chicken wire, chicken wire, chicken wire, just shouting it at the top of his lungs and saying, I win, you lose. Here it is. Ten years ago, I was on stage in Birmingham. Some guy shouted out chicken wire. I got off stage and I assumed that was the end of it. But no, every time I post on my Facebook fan page for the last ten years, he comments and he writes chicken wire. But he made a mistake. He used his real name. I found him on LinkedIn. I know where he works now. So today, I'm driving 150 miles to EE in Dudley to pay him a little visit. He's an assistant manager. Working there for ten years, you should be more than an assistant manager, you loser. Chicken wire! Chicken wire! Chicken wire! I win! You lose! Chicken wire! Chicken wire! Chicken wire! This is years in the making! He's been trolling me for 10 years! And now I win 10 years! Then he shot him in the face. Oh my god. No, no, oh. sorry. What? <laughs> oh, that was a punch no, no, no. Got him. No. He didn't shoot him in the face. Shot him in the leg. Yes. No. Oh. Just winged him. That's all right. But just winged him. Hmm. But he got his revenge. I guess he drove 150 miles to yell chicken wire in this guy's face. You know what? Wow. You know how we get haters from time to time on this show? What? Never. And in the radio business, and anybody in a public sure. your role gets uh, commentary from haters. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I sometimes daydream. There was a guy who used to listen to me on Casey, and he, we would email back and forth, and he would be, like, one minute be, you know, complimentary and, and nice and want to talk about music, and then the next he would be a total a-hole. Yeah. And I found out where he worked, because it was in his signature, and I, like, would daydream about, like, being able to do the same exact thing to him in some way for the type of business he was in. What McDonald's did he work at? Um, no, no. This was, like, a top-of-the-line company ah. in St. Louis. And this guy was a total douche. And um, Oh, he worked for, like, a reputable... Yeah, you work for, for Boeing. Oh. Yeah. Well, I know who you're talking about. And, uh, he, dude, he was just such a piece of work. And I saw him not too recently. I, like, I had to block him on all my socials because he was such a negative. Just like, what would he fancy. say? He would just crap on everything. Like, in a way that was where he would want to. He'd be real nice one minute. Like, I, I think there was something going on. Real nice one minute. And then, you know, the next it would be like, you know, this song sucks. Monday Night Metal sucks. You suck. And then I would be like. Okay, man. Or I would post like Dave Grohl did sped the homeless, and he'd be like, "Dave Grohl's a piece of he's a tool bag." It was just like stupid. And yeah. I finally just got so fed up one day. I'm like, I don't need this I'm negativity. Done with this. But I wanted to be like, man, do I? Can I come and talk about the planes 
and tell you what you're this doing. This plane sucks. This plane yeah. sucks. Right. 747 sucks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he, he saw me not too long ago. He goes, hey, did you get rid of your social media pages? I go, yeah, I deleted all of <laughs> them. Because you can't see any of them. Yeah. It was excellent. Talk about, that's the funniest part to me is like the lack of self-awareness. Like, dude, did she cancel every social media page? Because wow, I know she, she could possibly knows, block but... me. There's no way. Right. Like with this, with all the positivity I bring into right. the world. It is kind of funny, man, when you can, I would have probably planned something a little cooler than that. If I'm being honest, yeah, I'm not trying I, to hate I, on him, I, but I'm like, I would have as well. You had I don't 10 wanna... years and you just shouted chicken wire, chicken wire, yeah, and done something best. a little cooler. I mean, I, I, I would have like went out and wrapped his car in chicken wire or something. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I'd have gone all in. I but... kind of feel like now you have to yell chicken wire. Or release chickens in wherever he worked. That would have been yeah. great. Yeah. Where's your chicken wire chickens now, buddy? Wire. Chickens in the wire. Uh, yeah, that would have been fun. Uh, to drive 150 miles to go do that. I got a couple. I do the same thing. I get it. Like, I know my, my biggest troll on this show, he made a critical error. Mm. I know his real identity. Mr. Ignorant? Yeah. Mr. Ignorant 69. When Rafe started made on the peace. show. Oh. When Rafe started on the For show. For the most part, he still will occasionally send me something. There was a gentleman who would uh, write into the show uh, with the signature Mr. Ignorant and would just, 69. Mr. Ignorant. I'm sorry, Mr. Ignorant. I don't want anybody to be confused with the other Mr. Ignorant. Yeah, the other 68. Like 68, yeah, yeah, 67. Yeah. I don't want to disperse the names. <laughs> but Mr. Ignorant would write in and just be a dick. Yeah. Just, and and not even write anything constructive. Just. Yeah, he's a troll. Like, I get it if But he, he likes yeah. trolling. That's he, I wasn't right. the only one. He trolls TMA. He trolls a lot of the. Yeah, how'd, how'd you uh, get his name? Did he just accidentally post on the wrong thing? No, no. Uh, we had an exchange of some kind. I said something about him on the radio and he got his feelings hurt. Uh, <laughs> Which is so ironic. Yeah. Funny. He's like, and he sent me an email and he's like, actually, dude, you know, uh, the person that you think I am is not the person I actually am. And all those things you said were kind of hurtful. I'm actually happily married and I have this. And I go, oh, does it suck when someone just says horrible <laughs> things about you? Right. Unprompted and that you know aren't true, but for their own amusement. And it kind of went over his head a little bit, but he was just like... And I was like, well, I'm way more interested in this person, man. You seem like an okay guy out behind the guise of Mr. Ignorant 69. And it's then, just a character I play. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, I'm just this trying to help the, the show. And his, because in their mind, the that's what they're show. doing. They think they're helping. Yeah. Right. Well, listen, and, he, did, uh, you he know did give you some content, which is, yeah, thank you, Mr. He Ignorant. He did. He did help with that. He did help with that. But he gave me his real name and his, because I was like, can I talk about this on the air? And he's like, no, I could get in trouble where I work. Oh. And then he told me where he worked. And I'm like, I own you now. I own you. <laughs> because I don't know you, Jack Squat, brother. Mm. But honestly, uh, we came to, and I wouldn't do that. I'm not trying to like no. get anybody fired or out anybody, even the biggest jerks in the world. But I have, trust me, crossed my mind. Yeah, somebody, somebody. We all have those fantasies. Oh, yeah, I'm like, bro, I will fantasies. come down where you work and destroy your life. <laughs> Uh, and, and you know what, uh, uh, Kyle on the, on the feedback and he's been up, good. brings up a good point, and you could maybe... I mean, he's going to troll me now because I talked about him, but... You could maybe uh, talk about this little Rafe as being a comic. Uh, yeah. Kyle says, crowd work, crowd work TikToks. So meaning uh, if you scroll YouTube mm -hmm. or you scroll TikTok, there's always videos, at least in my feed, mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. a comic talking to the crowd or somebody heckling and a comic kind of... Roasting this person. Right. So that comic thinks, oh, that's, the, here's me roasting somebody. It's cool. 
here's me acting like a badass. I'm going to put this up on social media. Sure. And the abundance of those, people now think they're allowed to be part of the show. Right. I agree. I think we have a hand in this. I tell comics that all the time. I'm like, hey, man, especially ones that put those clips up. Um, because those are the ones that will be the first ones to come in the green room and be like, guys, crowd won't settle down. They're being rowdy. And I'm like, yeah, man, that's what they think your shows are. Yeah. Because all you post online, because comics are protective of their material, which I get, because when people, it's not like writing a hit song. You write a hit song, people want to hear it over and over. You write a hit joke, they want to hear it one time. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's being protective of your material makes sense. But at the same time, it's like, if you're trying to go on social media and, 90% of your clips is you owning Heckler, roasting Heckler, then people think, especially people who have never been to comedy shows, not everyone's been to a comedy show. I have people all the time, they're like, oh, this is my first show I've ever been to. They don't know how to behave. They think that's what the show is. It's like, I come, and then I get involved. I say something, and then he owns me. Yeah. You know, and then it's like, so comedians have to take a little bit of the onus. I agree with this emailer. Like, we have created a monster a little bit. Oof. That we, you know, now we're mad that monster's running a month. Well, either, yeah, now the crowd thinks they're allowed to participate or they are yelling so they could maybe have a viral moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you're at a show, just shut up. Shut the hell up. Just shut the hell up. the question. Like, there's parts of my... Unless prompted. ...performance to, where to I might ask someone, like, hey, I don't ever... But I don't do crowd work. I don't. I don't care where you work. Or where you're from, or how right. long you've been dating. That's not usually my. I might ask a question of the audience or something, and ask them to applaud. You know. Yeah, sure. Sure, but just don't start yelling stuff out. Yeah. That's it. What else did I not get to this week? Oh, um. All right, so the heckler. Uh, you know, with Halloween coming up, uh, got me thinking. Uh, can you eat the pumpkin you carve into a jack o' lantern? No. I frown upon this. It's been out in the, what? I don't know people. I, I was I was looking online and people were were asking this question. And I was like, I, I, I been... wonder if you can or can't. Uh, the answer is no. By the way, okay. you cannot. Darn it! According to food safety experts, you can use a pumpkin as a cooking ingredient or as a decoration, but not both. Pumpkins are a low acid vegetable, so once they're cut and sit at room temperature, pathogens will grow rapidly on the skin. Good to know. We're also not usually following proper food handling procedures when we're carving pumpkins, stuff like washing hands before carving, washing the pumpkin, carving them on clean surfaces, using clean tools. You can eat the pumpkin if you decorate it without cutting it, you know, by drawing or painting a face on the on the pumpkin instead of carving it. But even then, uh, bigger carving pumpkins aren't ideal for eating since they usually don't have the best flavor or texture. Uh, one thing you can do after carving a pumpkin is save the seeds and roast them. Yeah. I do enjoy those. Mm. Roasted pumpkin seeds? Yep. Pumpkin seeds Yummy. can be eaten if the seeds were removed while carving and immediately washed and roasted. Or What do you season your roasted pumpkin seeds? Uh, the last time we roasted pumpkin seeds, uh, Chef Will over at Rockstar Taco <laughs> gave me a giant... Gave me a giant container of the Rockstar dust. Oh, that is a great idea. I think everybody that works at Hubbard Radio has Rockstar dust in their pants. Like, he gave me a giant thing of it. He okay. loves it. That's the winner. And I put the, the Chef Will Rockstar Taco Rockstar dust on it. Let me talk to him because around this time last year, he made these, like, pumpkin empanadas. Oh, yeah. 
or pumpkin taco. It was like, oh yeah, oh, it was so good. He brought them in. I need to go down probably t- tonight. That's where I'm going to dinner. <laughs> so you should. It's a great Friday night spot to go. It is. Yeah, it is. That's a cool place down at the Gaslight. Mm-hmm. That's a cool place down on the hill. Yeah. Shout out to Chef Will. We love you. We're back down there. Get some rock star dust. Uh, somebody said Matt Reif's uh, show is basically based on roasting hecklers. Yeah, I don't does. really know much about this guy, Matt Reif. I know yeah. he's like the hottest comic now. Yes, he's handsome. He sold out two shows at Stiefel. I don't know about this guy. I don't think I've ever heard any of this guy's jokes. Uh, it's a young guy. He was on Wild and Out with Nick Cannon. Uh, he dated Kate Beckinsale when he was 19 years old. Damn. What? I'm going to look that up right now. Kate Beckinsale banged him when he was 19, and she was, like, in her 40s, I believe. Mm. Well, if people say, you look like Matt Reif, do you feel like if you met Kate Beckinsale that you could Mm. date Kate Beckinsale? Yeah, I guess so. No, but I would try. Mm. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, a lot of his act is uh, crowd work. He just gets up there and talks to the audience and... Yeah, he and they love it. That's the clips I always see they on socials. It. Yeah, yeah, I think those are the clips yeah. I see on socials too. Is him doing crowd work like yeah. that? Yeah, like I've watched. Uh, he has like a, he has like a regular special where he tells what I would call prepared material. Mm. Um, it's got millions of views online. Yeah, listen, I know the guys. The guy's very popular right now. Uh, Moon, who is uh, who is not here uh, today? He's out in Vegas. Did he go to the Sphere last night? He sent us that text. I, I didn't yeah. watch that video. Was he in the Sphere? I think he was outside the Sphere. Because mm. he, he said he got tickets to go see U2 at the Sphere. So so uh, he's playing with Goldfinger this weekend. There's a big festival out there in Vegas, which looks pretty awesome. Yeah. When we were young. When we were young festival. So he'll be back on Tuesday. But he said he bought tickets to go see U2. He actually did it like before the show. He was outside of the Sphere last yeah. okay, night. Which looks awesome. So cool. He said it felt like Demolition Man. There's a robot talking behind them. There's just some weird stuff. Man, looks pretty awesome. It's really Is that round. my watch? Is it? Let me see. It's Coming super at you. round. Did somebody send it in? Yep. They said the name, but I don't know if you want me to say it on the air. Look at the time on it. See if it stops. That's it. That's my watch. What time was the time say? We have proof of life. Proof of life of the hostage. Does it look okay? No, it's it's no, it does not look okay. It doesn't look as bad as I thought. Can I see it? But it does look damaged. Oh, that's you cannot you cannot salvage that. Dude, I don't know, man. There's some real good watch I think you can. watchmakers that might be able to put Humpty Dumpty you, back together again. Use your warranty on that and say, I don't know what happened. It just mm-hmm, kinda... mm-hmm. That is my watch. Oh, this poor thing. Why is it orange? Well, don't look too long. That's not how you want to remember it, you know. Close the close the coffin lid. Mm. You okay? It's dead. Close the coffin Sorry, lid. That is man. my watch. But the person that was being honest, thank you, person who thank sent you. this in, DJ. Yeah, make sure the watch is in the email more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Riz's oh, watch. Oh, jeez, yeah. <laughs> it's in there. It was already in there. So, what'd your wife say when you told her that? She called me an idiot. Mm. Now our kids aren't going to college. Thank yeah. you. Well. It's rough, buddy. You told me how much that watch cost you, and I felt immediately worse for you. Oh, no. After you said it. Yeah. Sorry. $18, man. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Crazy watch money. Oh, you, got, you bought boy. the one, you got the other one free, so that worked out. Well, that was a DJ. What can I give DJ? 
Um, slightly used watch. Should we autograph a piece of paper? He could have that for yeah. his house? Hmm. Maybe. No, if he drops it off at the station. I don't know. Give him, give him something nice. We got okay. stuff in the office. Give him something yeah, we... nice. If you drop it off at the station, I'll give you something nice. Why don't we uh, give mm. him a Riz office price pack, and I'll just gather some things. If he drops it off at the station, we'll yep. give him tickets to yesterday's Bachman Turner over. Oh, oh, yeah. Heck, yeah. We were very upset about that as well. We had no idea BTO. I don't know. I don't know BTO was in town. I'm on there. My underwear family. wasn't tingling. Mm. Yeah, that's weird. Taking my, care of business anyway. My diapers were, though. I wanted to say that, you know, since Moon's not here, he he was the only person that drove a bus, a school bus mm-hmm. out of all of us. Uh, bus driver on Long Island has been fired after district leaders said the operator was drinking behind the wheel while kids were on board. This is yeah. the white claw lady. I guess you know what kind of alcohol they were drinking. <laughs> I feel bad. I was gonna have I was gonna have the room guests. I'm sorry. I feel bad for this woman. She's going through chemo. She didn't realize White Claw had alcohol in it. She thought it was like no way. Drink. That's what she said. And this woman looked so in bad shape. This woman- she didn't know White Claw had alcohol in it. Yes, that's what she said. She and she feels terrible. I believe her. Actually, okay, you do. I do. Okay. Well, Look- she had picked up uh, kids uh, from the school after dismissal when she was allegedly spotted with the booze. An open alcoholic beverage was seen in the cup holder. <laughs> so okay. Look this one. Scott, come to, okay, come to think of it. So she just had it in the cup holder. To be displaying it openly is pretty brazen. Yeah. yeah. And it, if you don't, if you, you're not a You drinker, may have turned me a little bit. Look at this poor woman. She is oh, sick. Man. She's, got, you know, and she's upset. This oh, is not man. somebody who. Oh, I didn't no. know what she looked like. Yeah. yeah. I feel oh. terrible for this woman. I didn't know what she looked like. It's okay. really sucked the humor right out of this yeah. bit, Thank didn't you, it? Thank you, Well, if you didn't know, yes, this sounds like a nightmare for the oh, well, kids. I just, I, so the headline is, bus driver terminated after caught drinking while taking the Long Island students home. There were no pictures of her. Uh, Honestly, it's one white claw. Yeah. That's probably got her tuned up to drive better, if anything. She's going through chemo. I didn't know that. It didn't say anything. It's okay. The I'm article t- didn't say anything. I read a different article. No, I, do, I, I do believe her when she said, I didn't know this booze oh, I didn't had know. alcohol Look at her, it. man. I, she just seems like such a genuine, like, she's so sorry. Like, she just, you know, she just couldn't believe it. Oh, I didn't know she was going through chemo. Damn uh, it, okay. learn. That's okay. I mean, I'm not mad. I just. Now we have to help this lady find another job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, what a terrible, this poor woman. And, and the kids, too. I'm sorry that the kids dude, were dude, if you look in the picture. It. Just to make things worse, pull that picture back up, please. Rewind that a little bit uh, to the interview when they cut to the wide. Oh, man. This is going to make everybody feel way worse. What? What? Well. What? The bus was behind her, and it's short bus. Look back there. It's a short bus. She's driving the short bus. That may just be a bus. Do they would? That's, it is moving. It looks like that's a moving. moving bus. That's her bus. That could have been the bus. I didn't we know don't that's know her if it bus. That that's the you White Claw Express. It, it, it says White Claw Express down the side. <laughs> <laughs> White Claw Express. I, I mean, she bus. really went hard on this, dude. Oh. It says White Claw Express. It's wine o'clock somewhere. <laughs> Now I'm starting to go the other way. Now I'm starting to think this lady knew exactly what she was doing. So learn, in my defense, again, not knowing she was going through chemo. I know. um, In this article, the driver, not publicly identified, Mm -hmm. was immediately pulled from the bus and replaced by another operator. 
Rightfully so. I mean, the bus company put out the following statement the safety of our student riders remains our number one priority, and this is completely unacceptable. The driver has been terminated, and we are now cooperating with law enforcement. Police were notified, uh, but not in time to see the driver with the drink on the bus. No arrests have been made. Police are investigating. Uh, was she arrested? I don't know, but it sounds like it was all very amicable. Like, it wasn't like she was... I mean, she really thought she was drinking like a normal seltzer, like a Perrier. Like, there's so many brands now where I can understand where if she didn't realize what she was grabbing at the QT, I mean, I know that they're divided alcohol into non-alcoholic beverages, but again, she's going through chemo. This woman has a lot going on in her life. I feel bad for her in that. Well, here are our parents and people in the community reacting. Here we go. I think it's crazy, and it needs to be addressed. Yeah, that's not good. Not at all. Yeah, especially with the kids on the bus. My daughter's a teacher, and she would never allow that. That's a regular thing. If he's so blatant with it, it's regular. I think it's a disaster. I mean, I have a kid that goes on a school bus, and uh, that's pretty scary, yeah. Absolutely it is. I'm not uh, invalidating Brendan's asking, that. I gotta be the one to ask this question. Learn, would you feel the same about the bus driver if it was a guy? Yes. What? Why, you think I'm a big feminist? Like, no, I'm all people going through chemo who were unaware of what was going, what they were drinking. It's an equal opportunity. I understand. You jerk. Jared says, Riz, the fans <laughs> demand you hire this woman to be the show's official limo driver. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I look at her, I go, oh my God, like... I don't, I, I don't know. And she, the, she's so remorseful. Like she just felt terrible. I, if she was acting like a crazy person, like, yeah, I drink them 10 times a Dusty, day. And Dusty, Dusty on feedback says, yes, White Claws do look like energy drinks. Like a Celsius. But they're nowhere near the energy drink section. I understand The that. White Claws are always surrounded by other beers. I, I Did she know, ever man. say where she got it at? Because it could have been at... Does she have a roommate or something? What if she the fridge brought and- it from home and maybe she drinks those on the weekends? And oh, I don't know. You know, maybe she had her Perrier and her. Well, you know, it's claw clock somewhere. That's true. I'm glad that the kids are okay. I'm not. I'm glad she was terminated. Obviously, that was the right thing. Yeah, she. But I feel bad. Actually, we found another quote from her. This like she's like, I've learned my lesson from now on. I stick to truly. (laughs) Yeah, why know that it's just an energy drink? (laughs) It's truly, 100% not alcohol. Yes. So, I think we're all good. Honestly, dude, if you're ever gonna have. I know that we don't live in a world where justice can be dispensed equally. But if you're ever going to just turn the other cheek and look the other way, let one slide, this is this is the this one, is right? This is the one. Yeah. She feels You know what also looks Put like her could, back in the bus. Yeah. You know what also looks like it could up. be a mistaken twisted T. There you go. Mm-hmm. Right. High noon? Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about people get all up in arms about cannabis looking like candies that kids can eat and maybe that's true to some extent. What about this? What about the what about the seltzer uh, brands? They all look like they can be alcoholic yeah, or non-alcoholic, yeah, yeah. and nobody's saying a word about that. I've actually had that problem out, you know, as a non-drinker, as a, on the wagon, if you will. I've had because some places have like CBD seltzers that are just yeah. NA seltzers. Yeah. They're just like nice little watermelon flavored, but it's real hard to tell. I got to look, I've, and I've almost been fooled before. Where I'm know. like. Bartender didn't know, and I'm like, "Do you have any NA?" And like, I got this seltzer, and I'm like, "All right." And then they crack it and hand it to me, and it's six percent alcohol. Oh, oh damn, boy! And I'm like, "Oh, oh boy!" Oh, I thought you just wanted CBD in it, and I go, "No, no, no, NA means not alcohol." Yeah, it's not everybody's always looking out for oh, you. That's yeah. a bummer. Uh, Dusty on uh, on uh, Twitter says, uh, "Just uh, 
Who's the one that got the watch? DJ? Yeah, he said he's five minutes from the station. He stopped on the highway and got the watch for you. Can we acknowledge that? Yeah, I mean, you put your life in, on the line. That yeah. was thank you. You didn't have to, but you, you didn't did. have to. Very sweet and crazy. Crazy, you crazy. I, even though the guy whose watch it was was like, it's gone. I'm not going to stop on the highway at three o'clock in the morning. Wait, this guy's coming to the show now. He said five minutes from station. I don't know if that means he lives five minutes from here or if he is five minutes from here. Well, nobody could get no. Nobody's nobody can here. Come in nobody yet. come in. Yeah. Tell him after eight thirty, we'll put something at the front desk for him. Uh, you just got to look at the time on the watch so you could. Yeah. Ah <laughs> right. oh, man, this could be tough. So the story goes: Yesterday, if you didn't hear yesterday's show, I put my I stuck my arm out the window. It was I was on my way into work, and I guess one of the I didn't tighten one of the links when I when I kind of resized the watch for my arm, and the watch just fell off my arm. Ah oh, man. That's why I don't wear Sorry, watches. Man. It happens to all of my... I have very thick wrists, and over time, I bend the pin. Like, I won't know that it... I've had so many watches just fall off my wrist in the middle of the That's day. That's the first time. Known. You do have thick wrists, now that I'm looking at your wrist. Uh, my, my wrists are dainty. dainty. Mm -hmm. Give me that wrist. Come here. Oh, by the way, Casey says the uh, the, 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 the she read the story about the, the bus driver with yeah. the White Claw... She says she grabbed the White Claw from her sister's fridge where they normally keep the N.A. seltzers. See, yeah. this oh, is, you got to have man. grace, man. Yeah. Gotta, I have grace. Not you, everyone. Mm -hmm. Okay? Like, this is- I got grace. Like, we talk a lot about failures and idiots on this show. And you want grace? This woman d does not deserve oh, that Oh, we have so a whole- one as well that, that's interesting. We have a whole section of people who are failures and- <laughs> that's, that's that's coming up. Coming up. That's coming up today. Oh, and there are a lot. There are a lot. all right. Before we get to uh, the uh, Craigslist Freak of the Week, and we we got to crown a winner. Uh, we're in the quarterfinals of the uh, of the Freak of the Year uh, playoffs. Normal or nope? I'm going to read you a statement. You tell us if uh, if you think it's a normal thing to do or nope. Do you pack random things you might use to survive if your plane crashes on an island? No. Tweezers, lighter. No. So if you're going somewhere, do you pack random things that you might use to survive? Mm -mm. I mean, uh, see, I want to, but a lot of my <laughs> the last time I had one of those little uh, fire starters, and they deemed that dangerous, uh, so they took uh, that out. They they don't like you to have much no, survival no, gear, and it's no. pretty annoying. Yeah. All right. What about this? While washing your hands, do you rinse your hands before you put soap on them? No. Oh, you soap first. I soap first. So you soap dry. I go. Yeah. You yeah, dry soap. I, I dry dog it. Yep. Yeah. You put. Yeah, I do the same. I and do the you, soap, and I start doing it, and then I do it under, I, and then I, I wet hands first, the soap on? and then soap. Same. Don't you do the soap, and then you put your hand under there with the soap there, and then you mix it in. Yeah. That's what I do. Dry soap. I uh, soap it wet underwater. soap, rinse. Soap, wet and soap, and then. Rinse. Oh, I don't no. do the rub you before do wet the water, it. though. You don't just rub liquid soap all no. over your hands dry. No, of course not. But he's talking oh. about before you get the soap, do you put your hands under the water, or do you just go straight to the soap? Yeah. I, I use the exact same protocol as toothbrush. Wet. Apply. Brush. Okay. Rinse. That's the wrong way, yeah. though, because it's squirt water, then rub. Yep. Yeah. That's the right way. But if you squirt, you've immediately diluted it. As soon as you put the soap on, you've immediately you put the soap on, and then you spray water on it. You've diluted it well, before you scrub. That makes no sense. That makes no it's sense. Still a glob. You're living. We should in all go wash water. our hands because I feel like I do it correctly. Uh, normal or nope? I tell my dog or cat 
Uh, one, I'll be back as soon as I'm leaving. Yes, and let me say this. I follow <laughs> a lot of com- animal communicators, and so your animals know if, like, when you leave, like, Clover, if I leave, she'll bring Pink Mouse to the door, and it's really sad, and she'll yowl until I come home. And then, but if I tell her, hey, I'm going to be back, she doesn't do it. Riddle me this. Dogs have no concept of time. Okay. I don't know about cats. I can only speak of dogs. I have I have one that's really good at. She's a watchdog. She's good at keeping time mm. outside that. What time do you want the watch to be delivered? <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm handling business over here. Special ops for happening you. right here. I'm your personal taskmaster. I mean, right after eight thirty, when uh, when, when uh, Jody's up front. Yeah. He said he's working five minutes away. So I said after eight thirty. And and listen, I appreciate it. That's awesome, man. Very sweet. We're gonna get you something real nice, DJ. Mm-hmm. During the commercial break, yeah, we'll get him something. Well, we'll get him something nice. Don't you worry. Get him something. I got nice. a caramel apple for him as well. Oh yeah, yeah. it's got a got a, it's got a, got a whole bunch of happy apples. You're gonna okay. get an advanced yeah. copy yeah. of Riz's book. Yep, yep. Riz's memoir. Ooh, yep, that's good. I'm gonna actually dedicate the book to you. Um, <laughs> when grocery shopping, uh, I never take the first item off the shelf. I always take the one behind it. Yep, yep. I do that too. Why are we this way? <laughs> I don't know. My buddy brought that to my attention. Eight probably. 25 years ago, and I've done it ever since. Because they restock the fresher stuff in the back. Yeah, that, and then also it's not been tampered with. That's right. Less hands. But if I was going to tamper... That's the one to do. I'd tamper the one behind. Mm. Yeah. Because everybody thinks I'm going to tamper the one up front. Ah. I just do it because I've worked at retail. Like, I worked at a gas station. I've worked at a few retail places, stocking shelves, and I know that that's... They put the closest to expire... Stuff in the front. They want to sell. Oh yeah, it. of course. Of course. I used to work at a grocery store too. Got to go deep uh, on the milk, dude. I loved when they said, "Scott, go uh, block block the aisles," which would mean move all the stuff that was taken forward so everything looks full. Mm-hmm. Like somebody okay. who's like an OCD type that just likes things neat. Oh man, I love doing that. Mm-hmm. Me too. Uh, chew on, uh, normal or no, but chew on hangnails. I bite off for a second before I spit them out. Um. Mm. Yeah, when I used to bite my nails, I would do that. It depends. If hang nails so on a hang nail. If I'm in a pinch, I guess, but I prefer not to because I. Ugh. Anytime it's gross. you get that little. It's blood, gross. Then, yeah, no. It's Did gross, it but I do. I do it. Yeah, I do it. Did what since you were a kid? Bite on your hang. Chew on your hang nail for a second oh. before you spit it out. Oh yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't not mess with a hang nail once I have it. I know. Yeah, I, once you bite it off. I rip it out and then Did you on it? How many times have you like ripped it out like oh. in a public setting and then just see the blood start oh, to yeah, pool start on to the pull side on. of your yeah, finger yeah. and you're trying to play it off and like grab a napkin yeah. because you just look like a barbarian. No, I'm just talking about chewing it. Yeah, like you like have you to, like, bite it off, you bite off a piece of the skin on the side of your finger and then you chew it and then you spit it. We're out. grotesque. Oh, no, oh, I don't do that. Man. Oh, we do. I get rid of the evidence. I, I don't want that stuff I got between all, my teeth. Ever since COVID happened, I like stopped putting my, you know, I stopped putting my fingers in my mouth because it's so disgusting anyway. But anyway, I, now car, home, and office, I have a complete manicure kit. So yeah. I don't, in that's the event of a hangnail. Smart. It is. And you can use things as weapons if needed. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, I like orange pulp. I don't know if I like skin pulp. Uh, when I lock my car, I click the remote two or three times to make sure it's locked. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I like how it sounds. Yep. If I drop an animal-shaped snack, maybe a goldfish... I throw away another so it's not lonely. 
No. Wow, you got extra, you got a lot of money. No. I'm sorry. That. Somebody's roasting me on the chat, and I was reading. If that. I drop an animal-shaped snack, let's say it's like a goldfish uh-huh. or an animal cracker, I throw another one away so it's not lonely. No, but that's cute, and I might start. Well, eat it. No, why I don't, don't you just I eat don't, it kill it I don't do that. No, there's no way I do that. I'll why is somebody roasting you? Because they said, oh, my God, you put soap on before water. I definitely chew on my fingernails. I'm just a gross person. I'm sorry. I'm human. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to crown the official Craigslist freak of the week. Uh, it's time to move an ad on to the semifinals. So two ads yesterday went out in the quarterfinals. It was the number one seed, Skatatui, versus the number 16 seed, Demonica Lewinsky. Good run for both these ads. Yeah. I hate to see one go. It's been fun. But there was one clear winner. Big time winner. The votes have been shut down. And I'm here to tell you that congratulations. The number one seed moves on with 74.4% of your vote. Moving on to the semifinals, Skatatui. Experimental dinner, woman for man, 48 years old, Toronto. I've been a chef for 20 years here in Toronto. I've crafted some of the best menus in town. I'm now uninspired, and I'm finding traditional meals boring. Looking for an adventurous culinary guinea pig. I will host at my home because I have a pro kitchen. This will be a 10-course meal with wine. Our mouths will water together once we bite into this wild experimental menu. Instead of the usual proteins, I'll be using meats, spices, and vegetables that have the same taste and textures of human waste. There will be a course that will smell like old old roadkill. This is not for the weak stomach. All of the courses will be paired perfectly with a very expensive wine. There will be a dress code. You and I will not be wearing much. I'll put it that way. I also expect a romantic moment for a dessert. No condom needed. You must be chubby, so I know you're a good eater. P.S. Want to try my special ice cream? All right. Skatatui. Moving on to the next round. So Skatatui will face off against Lady Kaka or Pooter McGavin. But next week in the quarterfinals, it's Super Smash Brothers versus Craig Berube. Oh, oh, man. Be a fun one. So, Woo! Lady Kaka, Pooter McGavin, and Skatatui are all... On the same side of the bracket. Sensing a theme on that yeah. side of the bracket. Yeah. Uh, somebody said the uh, the White Claw woman has a GoFundMe set up. Yeah. Well, she lost her job. She's going through medical yeah. emergency. Someone also messaged it. me, ain't no laws when you're drinking the claws. Yeah. I said, yeah. yeah. True, that's legal. She had Freebird playing while she was yeah. driving the bus. <laughs> oh, man. I feel terrible. Yeah. I do, too. I thought it was cool. Her bar that she goes to, they raise a lot of money for her. This, it's not like this woman has never drank. Let's be honest. Like, I mean, she probably has partied before. But well, she didn't not know there was there. Someone said that chemo uh, can kill your taste buds. Yeah, so you, you can't oh. taste the alcohol. See? And also, know, so, dude, my mom thought LaCroix had liquor in it for a long time. There you go. Well, like she French. Got, she got trashed on it a lot? No, I'm just saying, like, everyone's like, oh, someone emailed, like, adults know White Claw. And I'm like, no, alcoholics know White Claw. Well, and this not woman's all going. adults are paying that close of attention. Yeah, and if you don't know what White Claw is. Yeah, it just looks like a. It a looks like it. Kid. What's it looks like Tapu Chico in right. a can or something, you know? And Tapu Chico has an alcoholic version. As it well. does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And just there looking you go. at her, just looking at her, uh, 
clearly she's you know going through the chemo and has lost her hair. Ah, and I, she was crying like that. Yeah, ah, she loved her job probably. You know, she loved those kids. Let's give her tickets to Metallica. Ah, she, yeah, yeah, she wants to go to Metallica. Let's fly her in and bring her to Metallica. All right, your Team Riz member today is brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill. Proud sponsor, Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz from Edwardsville, Illinois. Brian Cardwell is our yeah. uh, Brian has been both a Riz show and point listener since the very beginning. He loves the early morning banter at the beginning of the show, appreciates the connection. The Riz show has with its listeners. Uh, Brian is a fan of my firmness. On- oh, your <laughs> firmness. Yeah. Like tofu. On my beliefs. Uh, loves Firm, Moon's thoughts. Boy. King Scott's dad jokes. Loves three out of five. Yeah. I'm sorry. He gives the show three out of five. Nice. Not three and five the game. Okay, I get it. It's very Thank confusing. You. Thank you, Brian. There was a three. There was a five. I got confused. Uh, Brian Cardwell from Edwardsville is our team. Remember the day. Evil, baby. Get set. Super sweet Team Riz. Remember the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Before we hit the break, got a shout out Junkweiser, uh, king of junk. Oh, Junkweiser. Oh. The sponsor of Rafe's Head this week. And thank you, Junkweiser, for your very generous donation to the Song Society. Yes, and thank you for being a cool client, very understanding. You didn't get a great read Monday morning when I had the wrong copy in front of me. And I apologize <laughs> for that. I've tried to make up for it throughout the week, and yeah. I hope that you're appreciative because I got an entire basement full of, when I up, when Tina and I moved in together, my entire existence is in the basement, and it smells like a damp basement now. And At some point, Junk Watcher's coming to get all that stuff. It's all White Claw cans. Yep. Yep, it's all. Yeah, you got to get all the White Claw cans out of White the White Claw and and hey, let's face it, when someone first grabs your junk, it's a tense moment. Am I right, guys? You think yeah. to yourself, am I ready to go all the way? Oh. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready, but let Junkweiser ease you into it. Once Junkweiser gets their hands on your junk, guys, you'll be screaming, oh, 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 Junkweiser. Oh. Thanks for hauling it away. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you for hauling that away, Junkweiser. <laughs> But Junkweiser will hook you up. Call 314-260-7110 or visit junkweiser.com to book. They do, they're do. they open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They're locally owned, and they will do next day junk pickup. Well, thank you, Junkweiser. Appreciate it. I need my junk gram now. And again, your, your donation to Song Society is much appreciated. And next week we'll have, I know, My Head Sponsored. My Head Sponsored. I'm so excited. For your Head sponsor. Sponsors next week? Yeah. I think we all got them. Yeah, I think we got a. I think we got a five head spot. We got a five hey. head next. You got a head. You got a sponsor I didn't know for your that. head. I saw that it was. I think it's four. Oh, uh, four heads. Yeah, I got an extra hat if you Thank want. Thank you. Uh, if you want to get uh, your sponsor or your company, your logo, whatever, on our head, uh, just email yeah, us. Rich at one zero five seven thepoint dot com. All right, crab on celebrities after the break. I Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Let me tell you about our good friends at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Locally owned and family owned since 1976 and today the area's biggest retailer of tires and expert auto service. Now through the end of October at all 43 store locations, Dobbs is having a major tire sale event. The buy three, get one free tire event. And they want you to drive in today to save big on your
your next set of Goodyear or Cooper tires because when you buy three select Goodyear or Cooper tires, you'll get the fourth tire free. But it gets better. When you combine your purchase with the manufacturer rebates, you'll save even more on your new set of Goodyear or Cooper tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com for complete details and for info about all their money-saving October deals, not only on quality tires, but on expert auto service too. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. Go to Dobbs.com. If you're someone that's wanting to find a single solution to support your brain, gut, and immune health, simplify your morning routine with easy habits, and need more energy throughout the day, then I have a solution for you. It's called AG1. AG1 is a nutritional supplement that you drink as part of your morning ritual. Just one scoop, mixed in water, once a day, every day. Not only does AG1 deliver your daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre- and probiotics, and more, but it's a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. Just one scoop of AG1 covers all your nutrient gaps and supports your mental and physical health in just 60 seconds. The best thing about AG1 is that it's made with high-quality ingredients, including adaptogens, antioxidants, whole food source nutrients, things that are going to give you that extra boost you need throughout the day. And every batch goes through a rigorous testing process so you know it's safe. Because, well, safety first. AG1 is a proud sponsor of the Rizzuto Show podcast. So if you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Exclusively at drinkag1.com slash Riz. That's drinkag1.com slash Riz. Check it out. I dare you. Hello, Riz Show podcasters. Yes, it's winter time. Yes, it's cold. Yes, it's snowy. Yes, it's miserable. Let's start thinking about springtime. What's the condition of your deck? You need a new deck? How about a great deck? Are you jealous of your neighbor's deck? How about calling up Chesterfield Fence and Deck and uh, you know getting on the schedule to have a brand new deck for your backyard? You will be the envy of your neighborhood. They've been around for over 55 years now. Fences, decks, custom sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, and more. They're company you could trust with your home. Uh, I've had them at my house. They gave me a new deck, got a new fence. Everything is amazing. And the accolades are just tremendous. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, Better Business Bureau Torchwood winner, SBA family-owned small business of the year. Uh, All the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. Comprehensive material warranties are also provided. They offer the best exclusive warranties in the industry. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? This is comedian and civil rights activist Jeff Dye, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back to the program. Phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. The Mick Ultra Studio Cams, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. Your emails, rizshow 1057thepoint.com. Friday Fail Stories coming up. Rafe's E-Memoriam coming up. We'll give away... Uh, that VIP Metallica experience uh, at the High Point on Saturday, November 4th. I believe today's contestant for Metallica Trivia will be putting his phone number on the line. Uh-huh. He offered this. He offered this. He offered it. 
you wanted this. And so Learn today did the questions all herself. Yeah. And you said. Rafe, I'm telling you. Scott, this is like at a 10, difficulty a 9. A 9. To me. Uh-oh. Whoa. But, but this ha- guy, he's almost been perfect, he said. Well, and he also, because he said, I'll give my number out and he's playing hardball, we are going to bend a bit. Instead of seven, we're going to allow him to just get five points. Okay, what? this It's hard, dude. It's its hard. You don't I, think so, Scott? I mean, this is not a good idea. Have you? Here, did you take a look Man. at these? Just take a look at the questions. They're impossible. Yeah. They're not impossible. If you follow Metallica and you have followed them for the... Closely. closely. If you follow Metallica closely. Then you know what's up with them. Why are you... Uh, all these are just Guns N' Roses questions. <laughs> so this would be for a pair of VIP tickets for the Metallica experience taking over the, uh, the High Point uh, yeah. Saturday, November 4th, the same weekend that Metallica's in town playing those two shows at the Dome. Uh, walk the Red Carpet, join Cinema St. Louis that Saturday for three awesome Metallica concert films. So we got that. Uh, if we got time, uh, we'll give away some Pete Davidson tickets. Sold out. You know, I was thinking the guy that found my watch. Uh-huh. I'll give him a pair of Pete Davidson tickets. Oh, yeah. That's great. I like that idea. Did he risk his life? He did. Like stopping on the side of the road Which to get v- my watch? Very sweet, but or also Or is he a silly. highway guy? I think he might be a highway guy. All right, because I, I, man. He said the orange on your watch was the reflection of his orange shirt. Oh, okay. Oh. Which made me think he might be like a... Modak guy or okay, something. Okay. All right. Sense. That makes sense. Could be wrong. What if he's the, you know how they take prisoners out and they like clean up the highway? I don't care who it is. He found if, my watch. What if this guy works for a prison? You just see the van pull up here. Yeah. There's like security guards have to walk him up to he get a ticket. found my watch. And, and now it's it's yeah. busted. It's in pieces. R.I.P. R.I.P. watch. I don't know if that thing's getting fixed. But to have it, I guess. There you go. It's a story. Again, warranty. He'll take care of it. Don't there worry. Um, I'm the well, Rafe. When 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 your kid was growing up, what yeah. kind of music was he into? Was he into the same music you're into? No, I wouldn't say that. I remember vividly the first music he asked me for, and I remember making a mental note of it. Of like, will this hold up? Like, we're going to have this conversation years down the line. Yeah. I remember the first, like, CD that he's, like, wanted it for Christmas. Or, like, the first music he asked me to buy him. And it was the All-American Rejects. Aw. Oh, okay. Oh, that holds That's up. Good. Okay. Was, holds up. Yeah. It holds up. They're yeah. still around. But at They're the time, doing. they were brand new. Yeah. And I was like, is this something he'll look back on and be like, yeah, I really wanted that... Uh, one Direction album when I was, you know. Well, you know what's funny? Cause, up. Because my son always has an earbud in his ear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's always listening to something. Somebody asked me, hey, what is your what is your kid into? And I'm like, oh, yeah, he's into what I'm into. <laughs> yeah, he's probably listening to ACDC right yeah. now. He's probably so got, he's probably he's got mad, Alice in Chains man. on. Because that's what I play in the car. Yeah. Oh, wrong. Wrong. My wife told me. That my boy is scared to tell me he likes hip hop. Why would he be afraid? You like I don't know. Hip-hop? He's. <laughs> I don't know. I That's don't know. hilarious. This poor kid. That's awesome. Yeah. What kind of hip hop is? It I don't know. Cheesy or? I just found or... this out like two days ago. Like, okay. Really like. I don't know. I don't know. You need to find out. Yeah. I, I'm interested because my my nephew or my, yeah my nephew my oldest nephew is 17 now which is crazy yesterday, uh he is into all sorts of like they come from the most Catholic 
family. Like they do not cuss. Like they're all this. And this kid music. is listening to the filthiest stuff, and I love it. I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And I think he's what my wife kind of said to me was he was afraid of disappointing you. Wow. Which. He- Breaks my heart. Well, and you know, and you work for an alternative rock station, mm-hmm. so maybe he doesn't like Allison Chains, which breaks my heart too. But but when I'm in the car, you know, I, I listen to what I like, and I, I'm assuming that, and I was wrong. I, I thought it imprinted on onto the kids. Yeah, but it did. It did. I, it, it did, and I guarantee it. There will be a time where he's into some of the current stuff now because it relates with the kids. He gets to talk about right. stuff at school and all this, and then. It'll, He'll get to adulthood and he'll hear one of those songs like, man, I forgot how good that yeah, and it, and exactly. that is. Yeah, I'm sure he's listening to what yeah. the other kids are listening to at school. Yeah, and they're you get into. To talk, yeah. get that fun. Like, I hear some of the music, you know, they'll, they'll in, in the hockey locker room, they'll, they'll like wheel a big, big speaker. And I hear what's going on in there. Mm-hmm. Like, I could hear what's coming out of there. One, that's probably like the latest what he's into. Harry Connick Jr. album or something. Just one day he will listen to Dirt in its entirety on his own when he's in college. And he will be like, God, dad was right. And he'll have that, because I had that with a lot of bands that my parents raised me. I was raised on classic rock. And so, you know, when my dad was listening to, like, Charlie Daniels' band, I didn't like it. But now I listen to that, and I yeah. weep. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah, but just the fact that he was like, man, I don't want to disappoint Dad. That's cute. It's it's nice. It, you know, that warms my heart a little bit. Uh, How did you, wait, your wife heard... Him listening and... He told her. He told her. Okay. That's sweet. But he's always got an earbud in. And that's what he's got. He's always got his, you know, he's got his own Spotify account. And he's mm-hmm. got that, you know, he's got that going. Do you follow him on Spotify? Do you have a Spotify account? He's under whatever my family plan is. Oh, then you can go look and see what he's listening to, right? I don't have Spotify. Oh, I can? I have I, no idea. I think so. Like, I, I have Apple Music and I have some friends of mine on there and we I can go see what, like, my friends have been listening to. And you can, like, follow... You know the playlist, or it's a way for to be connected socially. My my daughter is the one that has music coming out of her room all the time. Yeah, my daughter's more to you know she you know she likes show tunes, Taylor Swift. She's into pop music, but she's also you know she'll I'll catch her singing along to Pearl Jam or cool. a classic rock song. Uh, I was when I was her age like really into music. Like she's twelve, Same. I was really into it. I was I was taping. Songs off the radio onto onto a cassette tape. Same, that's so much fun, dude. You I can, was burning CDs. You can look at uh, Spotify. Oh, yeah. You can see. I'm looking at my wife's right now. She's got Morbid Angel, Carcass, she is Obituary, so cool. yeah, Cannibal Corpse. I knew she was a metalhead. Yeah, huh. I was burning CDs. I was making my mixtapes. But you had a very probably like my spectrum of love for music. It was like Savage Garden to Nirvana. Yeah. To Megadeth, to see Savage Garden was Britney funny. Spears. My girlfriend in high school loved them, and I thought they were so annoying. But now you hear their stuff, and you're like, "It's great." Yeah, <laughs> what was I thinking? It's nostalgic yeah. for sure. It's weird. Son, take a seat. We got to talk. <laughs> you're a rocker. Talk. No, and in the car, I will play. You know, I like Outkast. I listen to the Beastie Boys. You know, Tribe Called Quest will come on. Come on. It's all the hip new stuff. All the hip new stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have a what kind of stereo system did you have? I had a boombox with uh, with a dual cassette boombox boom that you could take the sides off that became speakers. Oh, oh, yeah. Watch. oh yeah. yeah, that was. I think cool. everyone had that in the nineties. Yeah, in my bed, like yeah. I had a bed Three that had a shelf changer. in it, and the two, and I, so I had like surround sound. So when I slept, <gasps> I had the speakers pointed at me. I had a little single bed with a shelf, and they were pointed at me. How no, my boombox did not have a CD player. 
Oh, you had, had a, the silver. Had a, no, no, it was black. Okay. It was a black boombox with a dual cassette. Um, so that's how you can make a mixtape. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And it had two speakers on the side that you could take off if wow. you wanted to. Or attach. Or or attach and, t- and use the handle and take so it around. Carry it around the hell. playground. Yeah, mine was the kind where it had the two decent sized speakers and it had the three disc player and mm. two cassette. No, when Generic I finally got a, when I finally got a disc man, I, I used the input. Ah. The output on the C I got a wire, output on the C D player, input on the boom box. Yeah. Single play. Oh, I had a little microphone on it too, like a little microphone. Was this RCA? Sweet. What was that? I, I don't know. That's the brand. legit. I don't know the brand now, but it's got you know these the Bluetooth speakers. I know these kids today will never know how wired up it was. They'll never know. All right, today is October twentieth. Back in the day, seventy nine years ago, nineteen forty four, during World War II, General Douglas MacArthur kept his word and stepped ashore at Liet in the Philippines. Two and a half years after he said, "I shall return." Sixty one years ago, nineteen sixty two, Monster Mash by Boris Pickett and the Crypt Keepers hit number one on the charts. 50 years ago, 1973, the iconic Sydney Opera House opened. It cost $80 million, took 15 years to build. 48 years ago, 1975, the Supreme Court ruled that teachers could spank their pupils after a warning. Mm-hmm. After a warning. <laughs> I For- never got a warning. Never I got did a warning. not know oh. about that legislation. Yeah, that was <laughs> not enacted in Franklin County in the 90s. And I got it all the time. Uh, 46 years ago, 1977, Leonard Skinner singer Ronnie Van Zant, guitarist Steve Gaines, and his sister backup singer Cassie killed when Skinner's single-engine plane crashed in the swamps of Gillsburg, Mississippi. Very sad. And 12 years ago today, in 2011, Libyan dictator Muammar Gaddafi was captured and killed by the local rebel militia. I don't know if anybody has ever seen those videos. No. You ever see the video of him after he was captured? Oh, yeah. He was hiding in like a storm drain. And dude, they ooh, it's did not brutal. treat him nicely. No, brutal. Yeah. Uh, was that? No, that was not. Kind of look. When his last words like "What I do to you," <laughs> something like that. Something, something like wild. that. Oh, they like sodomized him. They they. Oh my gosh. Wow. They were brutal. Look up nineteen. I was kind of like that. It was I think it was a Sony. Okay. Yeah, dude, those are all... 1980s boombox. Sony 1980s boombox. All those old boomboxes are just like... They should make a Pixar movie of all the stuff that'll never get bought at the pawn Mm -hmm. shop. (laughs) Every pawn shop I go to has got like 250 of those things. And if you go to... Wall to wall. Soul Taco, both of them have the cool wall where they've taken all those old... Yeah, they turned that into art. That's pretty cool. I love that. I think think it was a Sony. Did you have like anybody that ever had the old school... Like pre nineties, I would call late eighties. I believe this term would, I believe it was called a ghetto blaster uh, in the day. That's what it was not, referred to. Oh, oh yeah, silver. Where someone would bring it to school. Yeah, silver. I didn't. I didn't have that. Break dance on cardboard boxes out in front of the school. Yeah, like when you look like kids. a like an old Grandmaster Flash video. Yeah, those things were cool, man. Yeah, it was kind of that. That looks familiar, like that. Like that kind of Sony boombox. Yeah, dude, it was awesome. Top of the top wow. of the line. Those were top nice, of the man. line. All right, here's crap on celebrities. And now, crap on celebrities. All right, time to find out what's going on in the uh, 
world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. And it's brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best, flush the rest, brighthouseco.com, 636-600-0188. We'll start in the music world. Falling in reverses, Ronnie Radke has wiped all of his social media clean, uh, save for one dark picture that looks like red water droplets. Now, fans think Radke has purged his social media to tease something big coming for falling in reverse. However, he's still using Instagram stories, continuing to document his anger around gen- gender identity, singling out a gender-fluid IG user who wrote that his band was a joke. Radke shared the comment, captioned it with, Hey, bro, we're going to war. What? Huh? He's... This guy is just out there. Like, yeah. he, I feel like he just wants to start crap to remain relevant. Yeah. That's kind of his personality. Well, that, that's a, they're, they're quite popular, that band. Mm, they are. Uh, Pearl Jam's Versus will be released in Dolby Atmos on Apple Music today for its 30th anniversary. Plus, it will be reissued on November 17th on vinyl and cassette. So if you're a Pearl Jam fan, uh, make sure you get involved in the 10 Club because they're going to get a translucent orange 2LP set and clear cassette while Target's going to have a clear one one LP version of Versus at independent retailers. Uh, the first solo single from ex-Motley Crue guitarist Mick Mars is going to be out on Halloween. That's exciting. This is the first time he's doing anything like this, and I can't wait to hear what that sounds like. So it's a solo record? It's a solo single. So I don't know if it's going to be a full-length record, but we're going to have some just solo Mick Mars coming up, oh. which is going to be really cool. Uh, Korn's long-rumored collab with Adidas will finally go on sale on October 27th. Maybe you saw the teaser video yesterday. Uh, the collection has Jonathan Davis in a uh, purple Adidas tracksuit that he wore in the 90s. There will be shirts, sweatshirts, shoes. Like, I, all I can think about is my friend Meg's when Korn came out. And she just started dressing identical to yeah. Jonathan Davis. And everybody was trying to, like, put together this their own kind of collection for corn through Adidas. And it never looked as cool as those guys did on stage. And so now we get that out. I remember that seeing them awesome. in 97. In I mean, it, they were... Jonathan Davis had the sequined... Yeah. Adidas tracksuit. It was cool, uh, as, hell, it was cool as hell. Dude, I know. It is so rad. And yeah. now in 2023, they have a, an Adidas finally yes. sponsorship. Yeah. It's going to be really Glad cool. I didn't rush that. Universal Music has sued AI startup Anthropic for copyright infringement, saying that its chatbot regurgitates song lyrics without proper clearance. An example from the lawsuit is when a user asks the AI chatbot Claude about the lyrics to the song Roar by Katy Perry. It generates almost the identical copy of the lyrics. And so here come even more lawsuits for AI. In the latest Britney Spears uh, revelations, Justin Timberlake wasn't her first. She lost her virginity when she was a freshman in high school. And then she rebounded from Justin in that drama by having a two-week grind fest with... Eric Neese from The Grind. That is incorrect, but good guess. Anybody else? Uh, Who was she grinding on for two solid weeks? Who Eminem. Were, good guess, but no. Ooh, that's a great guess. Christina Aguilera. No. Uh, Fred Durst. No. Let, okay, let me give you a demo. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Hot. I believe he's a Scottish or Irish actor. Colin on Farrell. Colin Farrell. Grinding on him for two solid weeks. Can you imagine? Just put right, yourself I'm there. Closing my eyes. Like Britney Spears. <laughs> yeah. 2000s, yeah. All right. Gwen Stefani is now part of the Hollywood history. On Thursday, she was joined by her sons and her husband, Blake Shelton, was honored with her very own star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. It is number 2,764. Here's a little uh, clip of Gwen talking about this honor. What is happening right now? This is insane. I mean, that's like a powerhouse. Jimmy, Irving, Blake, and everybody here. Thank you guys so much for showing up. This is ridiculous. 
Never, never in my wildest dreams did I ever think that this girl right here from Orange County uh, would have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. That just doesn't make sense to me. We're gonna, down. we're gonna post the whole video on the blog, and it is she, did I Gavin Shaw. No, Gavin was not there. At least he oh. wasn't on camera. But uh, she did give a shout out to her brother Eric Stefani, who was on hand. Um, you know, and she really does go into it. Like, if you know anything about the history of No Doubt, she wasn't the original singer. She wasn't, and her brother was the original guy in that band, and he decided to walk away. I think he worked for The Simpsons and had his own career. Dang. Yeah, yeah, he had a good career. I remember their first single was called "Trapped in a Box." Trapped in a box. Yeah, it was good, man. If you want Alice Cooper to create a horror movie marathon for you, I yeah. have, you might want to take some notes because okay. Uncle Alice Cooper has given you his list. Uh, his top five favorite horror movies of all time, Alien, The Exorcist, Suspiria, like I always mess up wow. saying that, Feast and Evil Dead, but his number one horror movie is Salem's Lot. Yeah. I don't think, I ever I don't saw think that. I've ever seen Salem's Lot. He says Barlow is the best vampire ever. Salem's Lot? That's in, that's in porno birthday coming up later. <laughs> Salem Slot. Salem yes. Slot. But yeah, Alice Cooper says those are his top five horror movies. Uh, new releases in record stores and streaming today. Blink 182's Anticipated One More Time is their first album with Tom DeLonge since Neighborhoods. The Rolling Stones' Hackney Diamonds is out. Rival Sons' Lightbringer. Duff McKagan of Guns N' Roses releases his third solo called Lighthouse. And Chris Shiflett of the Foo Fighters releases his fifth solo album, Lost at Sea. Nice. In TV news, the Actors Union will not allow members to dress as popular characters from the struck content like Barbie and Wednesday Adams. Instead, the union is saying you better be wearing generalized character costumes like a ghost, a zombie, or a spider for Halloween, which is kind of interesting. Like, they're trying to act like actors can't be dressed up for Halloween in anything that has licensing, essentially, right? Yeah. Why? Hmm. Why is Are they going to get back to talking and stuff? Because this strike is going on for a long time now. Yeah, it is. And yes, they are. Um, under the newly announced Halloween costume rules from SAG-AFTRA, uh, being seen online dressing as popular TV and movie characters is prohibited. But if they're doing it privately with no promotion, yeah. they can do Some it. Some of this litigation's wild. Even the thing you mentioned earlier about Katy Perry's roar, I was like, why would AI not be able to share lyrics I can go on the internet right now and look up the lyrics to Roar. Yeah. Why is that? Okay, but... What, yeah, why is it an infringement for AI to be like, here's the lyrics to the song you just put in? It's basically a search engine at that point. Yeah. Right. Well, I guess if you're using those lyrics to make new material, obviously that's copyright infringement. And I think that's people are asking AI to write songs oh, in the style, in the style of, of Roar from yeah. Katy Perry. Okay. Oh. And so it's... And people maybe aren't as smart to double check and make sure they're not blatantly stealing. Mm. I don't know. I think it's also user error, too. The problem with Jon Stewart on Apple TV Plus will not be returning for a third season. The New York Times reported that Stewart and Apple had disagreements over topics that were covered in the third, se third season, including AI and China, and it just came to an abrupt stop. Well, so he wanted to talk about AI, he wanted to talk about China, and now and he worked for Apple, so, and they were like... You're out. <laughs> they were like, hey, we don't want you talking about that stuff, so yeah, this ain't gonna work out. He'll be all right. What did he expect Right. when he works for a big company? Well, the company that's made a fortune. Well, but also, what did they expect? Jon Stewart has no problem walking right up to that line and talking about hard things. Yeah, and, you absolutely. Know, he the seems show like was a guy uh, that has integrity and is pretty honest. And Which yeah. I, I love him. So. The show was marketed that way, too, when he came back to Apple. He's like, no, I don't have corporate 
It is no on as streaming, no restrictions. I don't have any kind of corporate ties, or I'm not beholden to advertisers. I'm going to talk about what I want to talk about. And then Apple's like, well. Don't talk about them kids in China putting our iPhones together. We don't like that. Don't talk about how many fingerprints are inside of your iPhone for small children. Anyway. I see him coming to HBO Max because John Oliver throws his overlords under the bus all the time. Because I believe AT&T owns part of HBO Max. Yeah. And so much on last week tonight. I mean, he will, he, he, and he'll call it out. He's like, I know I'm going to get in trouble. They own this company. And he goes straight in, which I love. Do any of you guys still watch The Daily Show? Mm-hmm. By chance? No. Not since Craig Kilborn. I hope that, kind of hoping Michael Costa gets the job. Because I feel like they ran Roy Wood out of there. And Costa's really funny, man. And he's been guest hosting. It's been really good. I don't know who that what is. that's worth. I've met him before. He's, he's come through the studios. Yeah. Yeah. I've opened for him a few times. He's a nice guy. Okay. And finally, the best Martin Scorsese movies, the top 10 of all time. I mean, number one's got to be Goodfellas. Seriously. Don't don't be playing with my emotions. Who did who did this list? Who did, Tell me. No. I'm not going to tell you who did it. Who did the... <laughs> then number one... Who did if this that's not list? number one, it's got to be... Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio did this list. It should be Gangs in New York, but they're probably going to say... Um, the Departed. The Departed or, is number two. Gang, is it, is it Gangs in New, New York? Goodfellas is number oh. one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> number three is Raging Bull. She got number four, The Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, the Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, yeah, number five, Casino. Number six, Taxi Driver. Number seven, Age of Innocence. Number eight, Cape Fear. Number nine, Tie After Hours with uh, King of Comedy. And number 10 is the new movie out today, Killers of the Flower Moon. So, Aviator, Gangs of New York, not even in the top 10. The top what about 10. Aviator? Not even not in the top 10. Okay, first of all, Dang. Casino is Goodfellas in Vegas. Yes. Mm-hmm. Damn near the same movie. <laughs> but Gangs of New York was casted beautiful. No, Gangs of New York was good. John C. Uh, Riley, come on. I think it's because Cameron Diaz looked so god awful in Gangs of New York that they were like, we can't. Cape Fear, <laughs> that is a movie. I didn't know he did. I did. Yeah. Oh I yeah, that. that's De Niro and and Nick Nolte. Wow. A young, uh, uh, what's your name? Awesome. Um, oh, what the hell? No, young. The the daughter was uh, what the hell? Juliette Lewis. Juliette Lewis. Oh, she's awesome. Jessica yeah. Lange's in that movie too. Ooh. Yeah, he did the Color of Money too. With Paul Newman and John Oh yeah, Cruz. is that the uh, the pool movie? That was a Scorsese joint. It, it was. Yeah, isn't that crazy? No I had no clue on that. All right, uh, this weekend's crappy birthdays today. Happy birthday, John Krasinski, Jim from the Office. He's forty four. Snoop Dogg is fifty two. William Zabka, my William other Zabka. twin. That's Johnny Lawrence in the Karate <laughs> Kid, Cobra Kai. He's fifty eight. Vice President awesome. Kamala Harris is fifty nine. Vigo Mortensen. Is 65, former Cardinal Keith Hernandez. You did not know Vigo. Is 70. On Saturday, Doja Cat turns 28. Kanye, Kane Brown, country singer, is 30. Amber Rose, who is Kanye's ex, is 40. Mm. Uh, Kim Kardashian, who is Kanye's ex, uh, turns 43. <laughs> Interesting. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Uh, Steve uh, Lukather from uh, Toto, Kanye's 66, ex. also Kanye's ex. <laughs> uh, America's judge, Judge Judy Scheinlin. On Saturday, Ooh. she turns how old? That's my girl. She's 78. 78, Judge Judy? Yeah. How old on Saturday? I'm going to go the best. I feel 71. bad, Judge. Sorry, 71. Judge. I think I went too high. Judge Judy. 
75. 75. Judge Judy turns 81. Oh, oh she looks good. She looks yeah, great. She looks man. Good. She still got it. On a Sunday, a Jonathan Lipnicki, who is Lil Ray and Jerry Maguire. How old is Jonathan Lipnicki? Member of the human head, weighs eight pounds. Yeah. Dog oh. them beads. He got ripped, dude. You yeah. ever seen the Lipnicki? Grown Lipnicki? Shredded. Lipnicki got like Momoa shredded, dude. Yeah. Uh, Lipnicki turns uh, 33. Ooh. Wow. On Sunday. Uh, Michael Fishman, DJ from the Connors and Roseanne. He turns 42. Wow. Jesse Tyler Ferguson, Mitchell from Modern Family, turns 48. Shaggy turns 55. Brian Boitano. Yeah. What would Brian Boitano do? He turns 60 on Sunday. Bob Odenkirk turns 61. Jeff Goldblum turns 71. And Doc Brown and Back to the Future. Christopher Lloyd on Sunday turns 83. He's got to be getting up there. I'm going to say 88. 88. Doc Brown. In honor of the movie. Doc Brown. My Doc Brown. Yeah. 101. 101. That's no, good. he's 85. Okay. okay. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Because that dude looked old in Taxi. He looked yeah. like he was like 60 <laughs> yeah. when Taxi came out. Uh, today's Porno Birthday, which being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Artemis Antoine. And today's birthday girl has been in 80 fine films, including At the Mercy of Mistress Jacqueline, Babes in Bondage, Bondage is Our Pleasure, Burnt Buns, Gentlemen Prefer Brats, Lashed in Latex, Seven Bound Beauties, Sore Feelings at the Office, and who could forget a role in 2003's, just in time for the uh, for the Halloween holiday, The Pajama Party of Terror and Other Tales. Hmm. Artemis Antoine is 53 years old. That's your porno birthday. Those were your crappy birthdays, and that was your crap on celebrities. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Um, can we get our Metallica contestant on the phone? Yeah. I'll reach out. We'll do the Metallica contest, the Metallica quiz, and then... Rafe's E-Memoriam. Pseudo Show. E-Memoriam to this guy's phone number by the time it's over. This guy's putting his phone number on the line for Metallica. The Metallica Experience, VIP style, the Metallica Film Fest. Hello, Rachel Podcasters. Yes, it's wintertime. Yes, it's cold. Yes, it's snowy. Yes, it's miserable. Let's start thinking about springtime. What's the condition of your deck? You need a new deck? How about a great deck? Are you jealous of your neighbor's deck? How about calling up Chesterfield Fence and Deck and, uh, you know, getting on the schedule to have a brand new deck for your backyard? You will be the envy of your neighborhood. They've been around for over 55 years now. Fences, decks, custom sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, and more. They're a company you could trust with your home. Uh, I've had them at my house. They gave me a new deck, got a new fence. Everything is amazing. And the accolades are just tremendous. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, Better Business Bureau Torchwood winner, SBA family-owned small business of the year. Uh, all the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. Comprehensive material warranties are also provided. They offer the best exclusive warranties in the industry. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? 
Woods Basement Systems. Boy, have they helped me out. The all things basement experts do all things basement. Basement waterproofing, foundation repair, crawl space repair, mold prevention, egress windows, but they also do concrete leveling. They can fix driveways. They've even raised a highway slab. I knew of their expertise with basements and now I know of their expertise with concrete leveling because I had a front porch situation that was dangerous. It was ugly. It was bad. It was a safety hazard, but Woods Basement Systems helped me out with concrete leveling and pier so it's fixed forever. Go to moonloveswoods.com. There's a special offer for you today. Don't wait any longer. Do what I did and prevent further damage. These problems don't get better with time. They get better with Woods because the problem will be fixed forever. Woods Basement Systems, the all things basement experts. Check out that special offer at moonloveswoods.com. Hey, this is Trailer Trash Tammy, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, so we're, uh, we're out and about this weekend. So join King Scott uh, later on this afternoon from noon to 2. Heavy smoke in St. Peter's. Yummy. I can't wait for Grab yourself today. some lunch. Uh, sign the uh, Richelle billboard. Get a Jet Burke bobblehead. Get the pork steak. Get the pork money. steak. Yeah. Riz, is, it's, it's awesome. Make a donation to the Song Society. I'll be out at Nine Mile Garden in Afton from 5 to 7. It's emo night, guys. Emo night. Nine Mile Garden, uh, where flavor meets fun. Again, you could sign the billboard. You get that Jeff Burton bobblehead. Make a donation to the Song Society. Uh, Meet Cat the Dog. I'm bringing Cat out there. Whoa. You going to give her uh, like an extra biscuit for uh, She's going to wear eyeliner. Nice. Emo night. Yeah. Bring Cat the Dog out there with me. It's a place where you can bring dogs. So I'm like, hey, man, I never bring her out. I'm kind of jealous that you got this event, to be honest. Like, this is tarot card readings and food Whatever. And beer. Whatever. And- Nine Mile Garden out there from 5 to 7. Uh, see Rafe tomorrow from 10 to noon at Together Credit Union in St. Peter's. That's correct. I'll be there with some. I got some Bobby Heads, too, while the supplies last. And uh, I think there's a billboard going to be there tomorrow. Billboard's going to be there, too. Mm-hmm. There you go. And then uh, join me and a mystery beer tender at the Hot Shots in St. Charles, Saturday night, 6 to 8. Mm. I'm out there with uh, Goose Island Hazy Beer Hug. Is that the Get new- a chance to build the, uh, I'm sorry, sign the billboard, get the bobblehead, and there'll be a mystery beer tender that night with me. Nice. I wonder who it's going to be. It's going to be a podcast. Cat the dog. Yeah. <laughs> Cat the dog, yes. <laughs> That'll be fun. That's uh, Hot Shot St. Charles. Yeah. Tomorrow from six to eight o'clock, and Sunday DBs. Oh, Sunday DBs. Out there, DBs. So football. come on out. It's going to be. Give awesome. away the celebrity bartender, but it might rhyme with Lane Fretzky. So, ooh, don't Whoa. put that out there. Might rhyme. I with still that. think it's Mason Jujamoa. <laughs> Why did you say Mason Dujamoa? I don't know. What it Mason Dujamoa. Mason Dujamoa. I've, I've had a couple white claws. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's yeah. Right. yeah. All right. So is our uh, contestant on the phone? Sparks. Yes. Okay, let's go to the phones here. And Brandon, good morning. Good morning, everybody. All right, Brandon is a huge Metallica fan. And Brandon would like to go to the Metallica Experience VIP style, taking over the iconic High Point Theater, Saturday, November 4th. That's the same weekend. Metallica's playing Friday at the Dome, Sunday at the Dome. I'm sure you got tickets for both those shows, Brandon. Correct. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you win these VIP tickets, you'll walk the red carpet, join Cinema St. Louis for three awesome Metallica concert films. 
Um, it's like a Metallica film fest. You never know who's going to be there. You never know who's going to be there. I, I don't know. But mm. maybe maybe Rhymes Brandon will be there. Pain <laughs> yeah. Sweatsky. Uh. <laughs> all right, so Lauren, how do you want to do this? All right, so Brandon, uh, the way that we've been doing this all week long is, you know, each question, there's five questions, is worth two points if you can just guess the answer outright. Now, if you need the multiple choice, it's one point, okay, instead of the two. Uh, however, because it's pretty hard today, this these questions, today. we're going to allow you to um, only need five points instead of the seven to what? get the tickets. Okay? Five, but yeah, we're going to lower the point threshold. It's hey, You know, if what? if I would have kept my big fat mouth closed and not put my phone number up, I would have said you guys are getting soft, but I appreciate that opportunity. Okay. Yeah, oh, this, man, is see, this, is uh, this is hard. This is hard. And honestly, he... I'm finding this out in real time, and I got to say, <laughs> I protest. Well, he said he was going to give his phone number out. So he's giving us a little something. We want to give you a little something for doing yeah, that. Yeah, if, if, you, if you fail this quiz, we give your phone number out. I have your number here, and I'm ready to go. And the metalheads yeah. are angry about this whole contest, so they're going to be sending you all sorts the, of gross stuff. Metallica fans yeah. in St. Louis hate us They do. Week. Yeah, it's okay. We're just well, unfortunately, I'm going to win, so... Yeah, you know we're just see, trying to give away. You see the stuff. hubris on this man, and yeah, you guys are dry. Did you read the email he sent? How many f words were in the email? He said he didn't have. He didn't even follow. He said he didn't need to drop f words. Oh. We were too dumb to understand them. He put his phone number on the line. That right. piqued my interest. Right. You're right. Yeah. This okay. is the this best. He said, "I am 16 for 20 without any options, and I'm 19 for 20 when options were given." Balls in your court. Okay, well, here's Boom. the ball. And Here you come guys the balls. dialed it back to a five. Here come the balls. The balls are at Rafe, a 10. it's Friday. Hey, man. And just so the chat room knows, I side with you guys whichever way you go. I'm on your team. <laughs> yeah, I like to call it Friday. He cannot read. He just, it's all blurry <laughs> when he looks at the chat. All right, here we go, Brandon. All right, so, so yeah, five points so you could get the options, I guess. Yep. Uh, but oh. you would still get one point. Okay, and you know what? We'll just go. We'll, just we're, true or false. We're just going to do it this way. <laughs> Instead of giving them the answers, that, well, you want to give the answers at the end or just as we go? At, at the end. At the, at the end. end? Yeah, okay. yeah. All right. Okay. Brandon, hey, yeah. we're trusting you. Do not look any of this stuff up. Yeah, you little jerk. Don't you yeah. dare. All right. Here we go. I'm on the road, so hands okay. free. Can do it if I wanted. All right, here Brandon. In 2012, Metallica opened an art exhibit inspired by their songs in L.A. The title of the art exhibit is from one of Metallica's most iconic songs. Which song was the art exhibit named after? Oh, I'm going to need the options. Okay. Mm. Option A, Fuel. Option B, Master of Puppets. Option C, For Whom the Bell Tolls. Or D, Creeping Death. I'll go D, Creeping Death. Right. Number two, NASA recently used a Metallica song to promote its Artemis lunar missions. Which song was it? Jeez Louise. I'm going to need the options again. Okay. Is it option A, fuel? Option B, the day that never comes? C, battery? Or D, fight fire with fire? Let's go battery. Number three, Metallica was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2009, making them the second metal band to be inducted. James Hetfield is quoted saying he felt inadequate receiving the honor. When it was time for Metallica to perform, which other legendary rock star joined them on stage? And there, there is a caveat here. There were four different rock stars that joined them, but if you give me one, you get the points. So you have a one in four chance here. Is there no options on that? There are options. Do you want the options? Yes, please. 
Was it A, Lemmy Kilmister, B, Joan Jett, C, Jimmy Page, or was it D, Anthrax? Mm. I'll go Lemmy. Lemmy. Okay. 16 for 20. I am not liking this. <laughs> I'm sorry. Rafe. Bust, shush. I'm sorry. Four. Who actually inducted Metallica into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2009? I do know this one, and that was uh, Donnie Thornberry, a.k.a. Flea. All right. And finally, number five. What is the name of the screenplay that the band co-wrote and starred in in 2013? I was one of three people in the theater. That would be through the never. Okay. 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 So just reading back here. So for three of these questions, you use the options. Mm -hmm. For two of the questions, no options. Right. So let's go over the answers. All right, Brandon. In 2012, Metallica opened an art exhibit inspired by their songs in L.A. The title of the art exhibit is from one of Metallica's most iconic songs. Which was the song they named the exhibit after? You de- you uh, took the options and said it was Creeping Death. That's incorrect. It was from Master of Puppets. Okay. The, um, it, was, oh, it was called geez. Obey Your Master. Zero points. Okay, so let's do one he got right. One he got right. Okay. Let's go down to number four. Who actually inducted Metallica oh, into no. the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? <laughs> you guessed uh, Flea, and you got the two points. That okay. was absolutely correct. So two points. Two points. So he's got two points Had so to far. Skip to four. Uh, <laughs> Not a good sign, Brandon. Oh, we're just gonna wait. We're gonna, we're gonna go. Yeah, you know, for dramatic purposes yeah, let's here. Try it again. For dramatic purposes. Okay. You want me to do the last question? Sure. And then he got right as well. Uh, number five. What was the name of the screenplay that the band co-wrote and started? And from 2013, you were one of three people in the theater. You were absolutely correct. Through the never. Metallica through the never. And you got two points there. Okay. Um, so you got four. All you need is one point. One all point. Right, one point. Oh, yeah. One point and Dang. two questions left. The two you took the options on. Yes. So number two, NASA recently used a Metallica song to promote its Artemis lunar missions. Which song was it? You took the options. You guessed battery. That is incorrect. It was fuel. All right. Comes down to this. It comes down to this. Uh Uh-oh. Comes down. So, yes, NASA used fuel to promote the Artemis lunar missions. And I think he has the most points so far of anyone. He does, actually. No, we gave away tickets on Monday. Oh, I'm sorry. Besides that, (laughs) besides Monday. (laughs) Hey, I beat Doug's two-day total. Yeah, suck on that, Doug. Suck on that. Sorry, Doug, but... Well. All right. And finally, Metallica was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2009 making them the second metal band to be inducted. James said that he felt inadequate receiving the honor, and it was time for Metallica to perform. They were joined by four different legendary rock stars. Um, You guessed it was Lemmy Kilmister. That was incorrect. It was Jimmy Page, Ron Wood, Joe Perry, and Jeff Beck. All you had to do was say one of them. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Four points, though. Hey. It's pretty good. Four it's points. Not Brandon, fun, but it's good. Was that tough? Was that a lot? Was that too much? I mean, I think I could have guessed one of those right. Fuel was, I mean, looking back in hindsight, pretty obvious. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, Brandon. I'm so sorry. Brandon, whose phone number is 314-283-9960. Wait a minute. <laughs> Did you say 314 283 9960. Yeah, that is the Riz. I think everybody got it. Wait, 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 wait. I thought, (laughs) did you write it down? Are you sure he's being honest? Because I I have 314 283 
9960. Yeah. Rafe. Which I find odd because it is the Riz Show Crisis Hotline. Oh, my God. Anytime oh. someone's having a problem or doesn't like something about the show, we want you to feel free to call. <laughs> yeah. Here they and come. complain to 314-283-9960. That's the Riz Show Crisis Hotline. For anybody that's listening, uh, like Kale in the live chat who was upset, I had to ask a follow-up question. While monitoring oh. one of my 10 duties here. And I'm sorry you had to endure that, Kale. We have our counselors on the line at 314-283-9960. Anything you 24 need. 24-7. 24 24 hours a day, <laughs> seven days a week. All right, Brandon, Brandon, hang on the line, okay? Don't go anywhere. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. It was tough. It was, that was tough. Yeah. Man, poor guy. I threw the through the never. The through the never one was the it, gimme. It was a gimme. That I, was I the did, gimme. I did throw him a bone. Baby. And when you skipped the four... I could hear the guy's heart hit his stomach. Yeah, bump. When she goes, let me skip to four. You could, you could hear that old Three Stooges sound like that. Gagoon. Yeah, it's, I, I, for, for drama. It was I wanted, great. No, I it was wanted great. to hit the, uh, the drum roll, you know? Yeah. yeah. Build yeah, up the you tension. Just right. gotten lucky on one of the guesses. Mm. <sighs> we had another guy email in and say that same thing. He'd put his phone number up and that he would take no options and guaranteed an eight. Dang. Did he really? Guys, yeah. So conceited, man. They're like, there's yeah. so much information. There's no way you would know. And we we scoured. Like your questions were. Wow. Said he's seen Metallica mine. like twenty some odd times. It, well, I don't care how many times you've seen him. It's a tough questions, man. It, I mean, so I saw, I love Metallica, I 50, dude, and I could not. Times. I'll be honest. There's a single one yet I would have. Fifty five times you wouldn't know that you know NASA used fuel. As the song for their Artemis lunar landing. If you're mission. a space geek and you love Metallica, you, love you will Metallica. know that. You know everything, Metallica. All right, guys, I think we should regroup. We'll take a break. We'll come back with Rave Scene Memoriam. The Rizzuto Show, traffic <laughs> and weather. R.I.P. to Brandon's phone. R.I.P. Yeah, to Brandon's sorry. phone. What's up, podcasters? Listen up. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center is the real deal for real deals since 1976. Let Dobbs' team of 600-plus tire techs and automotive service associates care for your family vehicles. So let the tire and service pros at Dobbs, just in time for spring break driving, let's make sure everything on the family trucks is working all right. Be sure to check out Dobbs' Money Saver March deals at go2dobbs.com. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals. Since 1976. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Hey, this is Nemus Patel, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. So we got Friday Fail Stories coming up. Uh, Lauren's got sports coming up. Rave scene memoriam here in just a moment. So you know, uh, you know, fun facts, right? I got some fun facts for you. These are unfun facts. So these are unfun facts. <laughs> Those are even better than these fun are, facts. So facts that are keeping you up at night. Not fun. Yeah, those are better. Not fun. Uh, let me see here. Oh, there are there are little 
tiny skin mites that come out at night to have sex on your face. We know. Oh, you know that one already? Yeah. Give me something. Uh, 20% of office coffee mugs contain fecal matter. Didn't know that. Okay, I'm disturbed. Okay. <laughs> Tired of poop? Too yeah. bad. Depending on the brand of toilet paper you use to wipe, the fecal matter can travel through up to 10 layers. <laughs> so fecal matter oh, can no. travel through 10 layers of toilet paper. We're gross, Well, man. good thing I clog my toilets because I just take a, I just let it rip, you know? Like 20 ply. Here we come. You got to fold. You got to fold up to at least 20 ply. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got. You guys know why uh, your eyes turn red in a swimming pool, right? Because of the fecal matter? Well, it's because of chloramine, which is a chemical which results when chlorine mixes with urine. Great. Yep. So when you when you come out of the pool and you're oh my eyes are red, it's because it's pee pee. I think I'm done with public pools. I went in one this summer. Welcome to the club. I'm done. I will lay out by them, but I will not partake. Uh, up until the 1980s, it was wildly believed that babies could not feel pain and were operated on without anesthesia. Wow. Oh, oh my! I told you gosh. these are unfun facts. Huh. It's Friday, man. How but, long until the 80s? The 1980s? The 1980s. Oh, my cool. God. I was one of those kids then. I was That's born nice. in 78. Yeah. I had surgery wow. on my ears when I was little. I mean, just, I was wide huh? awake. Why? Um, when they took the, my I guess foreskin. I was born without the ability to hear. So they had to do some stuff. They put um, tubes and all that. They had to yeah do a lot of stuff. Interesting. No anesthesia. Mm-mm. But I have a cool wire now, now so I get uh, AM radio That's 24-7. Sweet, all right. Good for you. you. Want to talk about animals? Let's go animals. Why are you ruining talk, my day? <laughs> let's I, talk about animals. Yeah. Unfun facts. Uh, if a panda, a giant panda, has twins, she will almost always leave one to die. Yeah. Mm. Uh, male chicks are often tossed into a grinder as babies because roosters aren't as tasty as hens. Ugh. <laughs> so all the roosters get on grinder? That- yes. To find other roosters. That's pretty makes cool. Sense. That actually makes sense. Yeah. Uh, there's enough vitamin A in a polar bear to kill 52 people. That's cool. Our ancestors used to tear open a bear's stomach to eat its contents. Remember in The Revenant whenever... Spoiler never alert. saw it. Oh, you've never seen no. it? It's cute. Dude, I saw it in theaters. I, I, it's one of those movies I will never watch again because of just how gory it is. But he gets it's inside awesome. of a... Doesn't he get inside of a bear, a deer, or a bear carcass, or a moose, yeah, or something? He does the Star there? Wars thing, man. You gotta get warm. Hmm. Anyway. Hmm. Uh, all right. One more. In 1980, the World Health Organization announced that f- uh, smallpox was officially gone from the globe, eradicated. Natural causes no longer <laughs> occurred, and all research labs that had samples of the smallpox virus had to destroy them. Specimens were preserved in only two places, the CDC's labs in Atlanta and another high-security facility in Russia. Then, six vials of smallpox were found in an FDA storeroom. Hmm. So very nice of them. <laughs> You're smiling. Whoops. Great. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. Oopsie. Uh, unfun oh, that's facts. That's where they went. Yes, those were unfun facts. That's right. My bad. As the music swells. As the music swells, ladies and gentlemen... It is time for Rafe Williams and this week's E-Memoriam. It is time for the E-Memoriam, brought to you by Hughes Funeral Alternatives Discover Aquamation, the natural, gentle, eco-friendly alternative to fire-based cremation. 
In Memoriam is a segment, for those of you unfamiliar, where we honor those we lost this week, whether we offended them, upset them with a comment we made, or triggered some sort of unhinged email that nobody asked for, nor took the time to read. But we want you to know that we honor you. Similar to the Oscars In Memoriam segment, the In Memoriam segment is for those we lost on the Riz Show. First up this week, New Orleans Nuthuggers. <laughs> Home of the Saints. Well, we assume your patron saint is the St. Pauli's beer girl because your entire city smells like a dank gonorrhea-laced bucket of urine. <laughs> Riz angered some of the fans of the Big Easy when he reminded them that Bourbon Street is the only place in America where you can get hit by flying beads, vomit, and a used tampon all in the same square foot. And let's talk hurricanes, Nolans. The liquid embodiment of the city, colorful, strong, and likely to end your marriage if you're not careful. But oh, at least you have your food. Gumbo, jambalaya, beignets, dishes so rich you'll leave the table with a top shelf case of the gout. And your crawfish boils, my God, the boils. Where else can you find a meal that looks, smells, and tastes like it's been fished out of a horse piss filled aquarium in a basement of a sewage treatment plant? <laughs> So, New Orleans, we bid you adieu, au revoir, à plus tard, and casse-toi. And that's a hilarious burn if you speak Cajun. <laughs> Next up, this one's going to hurt, Tim Elwell. Oh, oh, my husband's oh husband. no. Not for real, but. Ah, Tim. <laughs> Ever since Laren, your better half joined our glorious cesspool of a show, you've tuned us out. So, Tim, this e-memoriam is for you. <laughs> you used to be one of us, man. You're in the trenches with us, laughing at our jokes, throwing in your own zingers out loud in the car on your way to work. Now what? You installed a few solar panels at your house and you think you're better than us? <laughs> You've traded us for the dulcet tones of NPR and a brand of humor. Is our brand of humor too much for your newly refined sensibilities, Timothy? We get it. It must be tough to hear your wife's angelic voice passively, aggressively asking you if you left breadcrumbs on the counter at 4.30 a.m. <laughs> Only to hear that same sweet angel describe in great detail the desire to gobble up a cake fart in her belly during Freak of the Week a mere two hours later. <laughs> Maybe you're enjoying some mellow public radio discussions on the migratory patterns of South American tree frogs, but know this, we're still here, buddy. Serving up real talk to the city of St. Louis like a greasy spoon diner at 3 a.m. and your wife is a sassy waitress rolling her hips from side to side. <laughs> serving up dirty jokes to truckers with a parliament light pressed between her lips and an ash a half a mile long, brother. Oh, so true. So goodbye, Tim. This e-memoriam is for you. We love you. Love you, man. Bye, you, Tim. I love you. May you find peace in the soft, comforting tones of all things considered while we continue to bring the collective IQ of St. Louis down day by day mm. over the airwaves. Oh, bye, Tim. Bye, Tim. Bye, Tim. We love you. <laughs> Next up, Psychos for Circus Peanuts. Oh, goodbye, Circus Peanut lovers, or as we like to call you, gastronomic masochists. We're finally parting ways. We hurt your feelings this week when we said that the candy circus peanuts are awful. <laughs> Absolutely disgusting. And we've had enough of you folks who eat these orange peanut monstrosities that don't taste like oranges or peanuts. Eating one is like experiencing a marshmallow's midlife crisis. You gobble this unholy union of rubber and sugar and claim it's candy. What's next? Chewing on drywall for that earthy undertone? These marshmallow imposters are what I imagine they feed clowns in hell. <laughs> it tastes like a rotten plantain had a baby with a dirty dish sponge and neither parent wanted custody. 
So don't let the door hit you on the way out, because frankly, I'm afraid your unnatural love of these things might be contagious. Moon and Learn already caught it. Me and Riz and Scott don't want it. So good riddance. While we're on the subject of candy, next up are the steaming pile of Skittle lovers. We lost folks this week when we said Skittles were also disgusting. <laughs> and let you know that they're all the same flavor. And boy, did some people not like that. Taste the rainbow, you say, as if you're exploring the full spectrum of human emotion and not just munching on a dyed sugar pellet. Honestly, taste the rainbow more like chase the placebo. Mm. You claim each color's a different flavor, but they ain't. They ain't. <laughs> they're only scented, and they all lead to the same destination, type 2 diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> you think you're Willy Wonka's chosen ones, but you're just playing candy roulette with your pancreas. You're sucking off Eminem's less successful cousin who didn't get a college degree. So farewell, oh lovers of the diabetes disco ball. May your life be as artificially vibrant and short-lived as those completely identical flavors in your cherished bag of Skittles. Keep living that sugar-coated lie. Taste the rainbow, drain the insulin. And don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. <laughs> Next up, <laughs> Mizzou grads. Oh, okay. oh, no. Whoops. Listen up. Graduates of Missouri University, or as we like to call it, the Harvard of the Midwest. Turns out your diploma is about as valuable as a Groupon for a pet psychic, and you are for some reason mad at us about it. <laughs> We merely reported that your school's rankings have plummeted faster than a lead balloon in a black hole, and I realized with the quality of education you received, you will not understand that reference. So I'll just make it easy and say it in a way you can comprehend. Mizzou bad! Very bad! Sorry to lose you, but bye-bye, tigers. <laughs> oh, poor tigers. It's okay. They're, in a, they're coloring in a coloring book right now. <laughs> Next up. <laughs> I can hear my emails going off right now. Oh, man. Meteorologists who can't take the heat. Ah, the crystal ball gazers of the weather world miffed at us because we said that you only need a 30% accuracy rate to keep your job. But let's be real. A magic eight ball could give you a run for your money. You call it forecasting. We call it just guessing. Sort of like when we predict that you'll be wrong again. Must be nice to keep your job while being roughly as reliable as a premature ejaculator's pullout game. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Mad that we're raining on your parade? Well, too bad. That's just another shower you couldn't predict correctly. Exit stage left and take your Doppler with you. This is a 100% chance that we won't notice. So bye-bye, meteorologists. And finally, last up. We touched on it a little bit already today, but the soaked, every soaked pair of panties in a nine-mile radius of the De Pere Schnucks. That's right. <laughs> R.I.P. How high's the water, mama? You know it's five feet high and rising. Mm. Let's talk about the collective flood warning you all issued when Jason Momoa graced De Pere with his presence. If you all got any wetter, we'd have to hope old man Schnucks' first name is Noah and that he built the De Pere store at 300 cubits because it's going to take an arc to weather that tidal wave of dissolving <laughs> panties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the seismic shift of hormonal tides that rippled through town when Jason Momoa lumbered in was so big that Aquaman himself said that St. Louis is, quote, the wettest state he's ever yeah, been he to. That, yeah. Yeah. 
end quote. Well, Momoa's not known for being a scholar. Maybe he went to Mizzou, too. <laughs> yeah, we know your panties didn't just drop. They practically evaporated, creating a localized weather system of 100% chance of, God damn, he fine. Mm, Look, I get it. He has a walking thirst trap. I'd do him. But just remember, all your dampness isn't going to make you his mermaid. Or Atlantean queen, for those of you that sent emails about that earlier. It just means someone's going to get a little extra laundry to do. So get you some damp bread, air yourselves out, and RIP to all the lingerie we lost in the great panty rapture of 2023. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings us to our real RIPs, and we have a few of them this week. Three's company, two's a crowd, and only Janet remains because we lost Suzanne Summers this week. Known for Three's Company and also being the mom on Step by Step, another great TGI Friday. I think I think I don't think it got mentioned enough. I really don't. I really don't. Suzanne Summers Dodd thing. I agree. She also made forty-seven billion dollars on a thigh master, which is basically just the thing you squeeze in your palm of your hand to make your hand strong, blown up bigger. So R.I.P. Suzanne. Also R.I.P. Burt Young, Paulie from the Rocky movies. Yep. Yep. Burt Young, not so young anymore. Burt dead. And added to the list today, Rainy the Elephant at the St. Louis Zoo. Yep. Who was scared to death by a dog. Very unfortunate accident. Rainy, I hope you're eating real circus peanuts up in heaven and not those bastardized versions I... Had to say R.I.P. to earlier. And finally, this is a tough one, man. Riz's watch. R.I.P. my watch. Unjustly murdered before its time on the off-ramp of 270. (laughs) (laughs) Only for its body, grisly body, to be discovered by a friendly MoDOT worker. We're sorry that we lost you, and and we look to have your remains returned to us at 3 p.m. today. Mm -hmm. To be properly disposed of. And that concludes this week's E-Memoriam brought to you by Hughes Funeral Alternatives. Way to go, Ray. Oh, my husband's texted. Oh, yeah? Uh Uh-oh. He says, should I read this? Sure. F you guys. (laughs) I consider myself the listening leader of significant others. Day one listener, F you guys. I love listening to my wife's voice. And then he sent angry Wolf of Wall Street Leo. Oh, (laughs) damn. He's the greatest, man. I love you, Mama. Hang on. Your wife told us you didn't listen anymore. (laughs) He doesn't listen. You're not supposed to listen during that time. (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. to my marriage. R.I.P. to learn next week's weather. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back, and we got your Friday Fail Stories. Uh, and we end with a good one. Funeral home worker accosts sex doll. That's oh. the headline. Oh, man. Friday fail 
Paul Story. Hooray! Yeah, so all these people thought they had a perfect plan, but man, plan went sideways. Oh, sure did. And we thank you for that. It became an Uber, an ultra. What? Oh, dare I say it. I'm going to say it. Mega. Failed. Uh, we would have just held that for like nine minutes. Man. Mm -hmm. I felt good. Run that air there. That diaphragm, I mean, that cleanses. Yeah. Oh, it's mm -hmm. great. It smells right. good in the room now, but it's man, great. that was good. Uh, I your dried Friday. out to Exploder right before. <laughs> Boom. It comes out of me, dude. Comes out of me, dude. That's a psychotic clown singing. Uh, Friday Fail Story, sponsored by... Mortz Royce. Mortz Royce Jewelry, the official jeweler of the Riz Show. So last Saturday, police in Florida were looking for a 41-year-old man named Johnny Yates to arrest him for aggravated battery. They got a tip that he was at a residence, so they went there, saw a whiteboard, which had a message written in marker that said, Johnny Yates does not live here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, guys, as convincing as that sounds... The police did not leave. What? It, but they didn't read the sign? A person was seen leaving the home, and the cops asked if they knew where Johnny was. They said, yeah, he's inside with some other people. <laughs> he's at a party. Uh, the police yelled for Johnny to come out. He didn't. So they tried smoking him out before finally bringing in the canines. Uh, the dogs sniffed Johnny out. He was found hiding in a modified chest of drawers. Johnny arrested along with four other people at the house who did not cooperate with the authorities. What does that chest of drawers look like? I, I wonder. Know, that no, that seems very cool. interested. A man was arrested at the Hong Kong International Airport after officials found more than a million dollars worth of cocaine stuffed inside the cushions of his motorized wheelchair. So the man who has mobility issues told officers that he was the director of a rental car company and that the wheelchair had been loaned to him by a friend. Okay, good. I was going to say it couldn't be his. Officials became suspicious when they noticed the cushions of the wheelchair had been restitched. Hmm. That's when they discovered 11 kilos of cocaine. Wowie. Failed. Every time trouble. that guy sat down, just like a poof of like yeah. dust, he white toots. cloud. Just toots. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that's not my wheelchair, a 47-year-old guy was arrested on drug charges in Santa Rosa County, Florida, after finding meth in his shorts. So cops had not only meth, but uh, a, a cut straw, two burnt pieces of tinfoil, which field tested positive for fentanyl. The guy's response after being busted was, quote, these aren't my pants. I feel bad for these folks, man. Unbelievably, the cops didn't buy it. The guy arrested and taken to Santa Rosa County Fail Jail. Uh, poor guy. Failed. <laughs> you got to be careful where you borrow your pants from, you know? Yeah. Yeah, um, a flight from Panama to Florida was diverted after an adult diaper was mistaken for a bomb. Well, sometimes they are bombs. <laughs> on, fr on Friday, the Copa Airlines flight was heading to Tampa when the crew got word of a suspicious item in one of the restrooms. The plane returned to Panama City and parked in an isolated part of the airport while 144 passengers got off. Airport security said we, we had it on a, a secure runway where police... Special explosive canine units and special forces examined the object. And it was found to be an adult diaper, ruling out any risk. Oops. Failed. Oh. 
Special forces. Shout out to that person wearing a diaper, right? I mean, there's been so many incidents on planes with people losing their bowels. Like, this person came prepared. Two, this is one. Two, this is one. Eyes on target. Eyes on target. It's like who they SEAL Team Six came in to examine a diaper, which we need is you hilarious walk up to and me. smell it. Uh whoops. Um the hurt locker. An Evansville man is being held in the Vanderburg County Jail uh, without bond after police say they caught him using an ID of a man who passed away years ago. So last Saturday night. An Evansville police officer says he spotted a blue Mitsubishi Eclipse that uh, had a license plate that belonged to a red 1972 Cadillac. So the officer reportedly pulled over the driver, later identified as 49-year-old Ronald Ward Jr. at a gas station. Ronald handed over a driver's license that clearly did not match and said his name was Doug. Mm. Police said the driver's license belonged to Douglas Williams, a man who passed away back in 2019. When asked why he gave a fake name, Ronald said, I didn't. I, I wasn't going to. I just had that in my pocket, and I pulled it out. I was just messing with you because I figured, who knew who I was? Right. You guys just pulled me over the other night uh, in the car because the plate and everything. <laughs> what? What? Uh, according to makes sense, yeah. According to police, Ronald handed over his actual driver's license and admitted it was suspended around 20 years ago. Ronald is known as a habitual traffic violator for life. <laughs> That's a cool thing to be known as. He was arrested on several charges, including identity deception, operating while HTV, habitual traffic violator uh, for life, and false identity statement. Failed. <laughs> now, there's, there's no good place to have a standoff with police. But there are certainly undesirable ones. Police in Canada were responding to a shots fired call on Wednesday when they saw an armed man enter a porta potty along the side of the road. The suspect refused to leave the porta potty, and the police called in a tactical team. Finally, after a 20 minute standoff, the man emerged. It sounds like he was just hiding in there, not taking care of any other business. Uh, police demanded that the guy drop his weapon, but he wouldn't comply. A witness says the man got about 30 feet before he was shot by an officer. Then taken to a hospital. No official word on his condition, but a witness says uh, he was alive as he was being placed into the ambulance. Since this is an offer, officer-involved shooting, the authorities are investigating. I don't know if anybody was hurt prior to the porta potty standoff, but... Failed. Do you think that if you were in the porta potty doing a thing mm-hmm. and... <clears throat> You know, you got chased by the cops, and so they're outside. And, like, let's say you're actually using the porta potty Do you think, like, and I don't even know how this goes, like, do you communicate, I'm actually in here doing my business. Do they wait no. to pull no. you out? Because I saw recently, I saw recently a guy was wanted a, a, on a warrant, uh, and they caught him at a Walmart. Uh-huh. And he was in the bathroom, on the toilet, and they pulled him off the toilet. Oh, okay. Lee. Interesting. I didn't know what the protocol was. Let me wipe you, buddy. Uh, Cops in Poland busted a thief who would stay late in shopping malls and then steal after everybody was gone. So apparently this guy did it a bunch of different times, was finally caught after cops figured out what he was doing. He was pretending to be a mannequin (laughs) in a store window. (laughs) The, the, The cops actually put out a picture of him doing it. He's standing still with an outstretched arm holding a shopping bag in front of a row of mannequins behind glass at a shopping store. That's terrifying. At a clothing store. Wow. 
When the mall closed, he went hunting for stuff to steal. His luck ran out when he was spotted and captured by mall security. He's looking at up to 10 years in prison. Fail. The old Kim Cattrall mannequin crime. What are you doing in your life when it gets to that point? Was she in that movie? Yeah, she was the mannequin. God, that movie was on Comedy Central so much when I was a kid. Back when they only had like the rights to six yeah, movies, yeah, yeah. it was Jim Carrey's Once Bitten, Mannequin. Yeah, right. uh, Once Bitten was that with uh, Jeff Goldblum too? Born in East LA with Cheech. Was Jeff Goldblum in? Once it was Bitten? the dude from. Uh, it was your Quintus and what's what's the eighties guy's name? He Andy was McCarthy. in like Weird Science. Andy McCarthy. He was like a quintessential eighties yeah. actor. Yeah. Weekend at Bernie's. Mm-hmm. The other movie was on Comedy Central a lot. A man operating a farm vehicle in Pennsylvania was arrested and accused of driving under the influence just 17 minutes after he was released from custody for the very same thing. Lesson not learned. Uh, The 49-year-old driver was first taken into custody on the evening of September 16th after Pennsylvania State Police said he tried to flee the scene of a crash in a 1974 International Harvester 4000 series. That's That's a nice one. That's a nice one. Uh, according to the crash report, the tractor and a 2011 Toyota RAV4 were at a stop sign when the farm vehicle backed into the SUV and then tried to leave the area. The driver of the RAV4 followed him, honking to try to get the tractor's, uh, you know, the operator's attention. The driver of the tractor later admitted to police that he'd been drinking before getting behind the wheel. Authorities said the suspect was arrested, processed, released, but he didn't give officers too much time to miss him. Mm. 17 minutes after being released from custody, he was found to be operating the tractor again on the roadway and placed into custody for a second DUI. I think this is a Joe Diffie song, if I remember right. <laughs> uh, nobody inside the RAV4, by the way, including a two-year-old, oh. were hurt. The vehicle did have moderate damage to the front end, according to the incident report. Failed. All right, two more for you. If you see a van a rocking and decide to go a knocking, yeah. you pretty much you pretty much know what to expect, right? Or do you? Ah. Last week, a cop in northern Arkansas saw a car parked outside a storage facility that's been broken into more than 50 times in the last two years. It was 12.45 in the morning, so he decided to investigate. When he got closer, he noticed the car rocking back and forth. And then he looked inside. And saw a 55-year-old man getting it on with a stuffed animal. Nice. Okay. Now, the police report didn't go into more detail, so I don't know what type of stuffed animal it was. Oh, let's guess. Or exactly what he was doing. Uh, The guy's name is Theodore Morgavan. He was on probation for a previous theft and drug conviction. So that allowed the cops to search his vehicle. They found meth and drug paraphernalia, facing charges for drugs and public indecency. Pee-wee Herman doll, where you could pull a little string back. I went giraffe. Oh, gi- like for whatever I'm reason. I'm thinking a straight up like bear. Did you? Okay. Hmm. Straight up bear. And finally, on the list of things you'd never want to get used to, this is number one for most people anyway. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. The list of things you'd never want to get used. Oh. Okay. Not by used. Okay. Not used to, but used. Okay. 41-year-old funeral home worker in Nebraska facing charges after trying to steal a sex doll from somebody's house. Hmm. His name is Ryan Smith. Cops say he spotted the doll while picking up the remains of somebody who passed away in their home in Omaha this month. He called the property manager and claimed the local sheriff asked him to collect the doll's evidence. Hmm. 
but they apparently thought it seemed suspicious and said no. The property manager ended up going to the apartment later, heard noises coming from inside, tried the door, it was locked. They saw Ryan leave the apartment shortly after that and noticed that his clothes were disheveled. It seemed like he'd gotten up to something in there. Hmm. I wonder what he got <laughs> up to. Gotten up to something. Uh, cops arrested him for burglary, and they say more charges could be added pending DNA tests on the doll. Failed. Yeah. There's our buddy. He, Here he is. Oh, man. Buying a used sex doll. This guy had sex with the sex doll of a dead person. Right. Jeez. Well. And this was an estate sale? No. You think he Ryan be- worked for the for the funeral home. Oh, okay. He went part. back to the so he picked up the remains from the house, saw the sex doll, told the landlord that he had to go back and then wound up breaking into the place and to have sex with the doll. Wow. Hmm. Like that's what you do? That's what you do. And those. Yeah. <laughs> is the sex doll going to be at the estate sale? And, I just want to know. No. no. <laughs> and those are your Friday yeah. hell stories. Pseudo show. Traffic and weather. Take advantage of a widow like that, you know? Mm. Yeah. The uh, No, the sex doll uh, is running the estate sale. <laughs> just sitting out on the front lawn. That's right. With the porta potty thing, they should the porta potty standoff, they just should have tipped over the porta potty. Yeah, jackass style. Thank you, Mike. I don't think they thought of that. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We have some of your emails. Hi, this is Colton Preco, and you're listening to The Riz Show on 105.7 The Point. Happy birthday, Riz. I don't know. Our Rafe makes uh, Rafe makes fun of us because uh, I know Moon, myself, and uh, and Learn are always eating a banana. Like one of us always has a banana. Yeah. You too, King Scott. You always got a banana. Yeah. You some banana eating mofos up in here. Heck yeah. Potassium's man. great. Yeah, you got to get that in you. Now, do we really need to start doing this, or this is this just internet mo- uh, nonsense? There's an article making the rounds that says we should all be washing our bananas, and that's not <laughs> that's not a euphemism. Oh, fellas. Yeah. No. It seems pointless unless you're some weirdo who eats the peel. Mm-hmm. But the idea is that any bacteria on the outside could still get on your hands and in your mouth. So a senior director at something called the International Food Information Council says to wash your bananas under clean running water before you peel them. You don't need to use special veggie wash, just, uh, you know, just water's fine. But that's not all. She says we should really be washing our avocados, too. Yeah. And maybe even more important than washing the bananas. You know, like any type of produce, the outside can get contaminated with bacteria. But the reason they're more important to clean than bananas is because we cut into avocados and the knife could drag some of the bacteria into the part you eat. Mm. The same advice holds true for anything with a, with an inedible peel. Things like onions, melons, oranges, pineapples too. Say if you want to be as safe as possible, you should wash all those things. I don't know. It makes sense. It makes sense. They travel long distances mm-hmm. and get handled you know, by a ton of folks. You know, so. also like, you know, people are gross. <laughs> yeah. And before, you know, picking out onions at the grocery store, I, I feel a lot of them. Yeah. I, t- I touch I touch a lot of things at and the you, grocery store. And you put water on your hands before you go to the soap, so the jig yeah, is up. So yeah, I'm more clean. Dissipate. Yeah. We're doing it right. We're doing it right. I just wash my hands in the bathroom, and I'm here to say you guys are not doing it No, because right. you already... 
your, like that you put soap on was, dry hands. Yeah. Think about what you're saying. That's I, like taking a dry bar of soap, not wetting it, rubbing it on your hands. Well, that's your first then putting of bar soap. No. My point is, soap was meant to be wetted. Absolutely, it's already it wet. It's wet, but you will wet it. And you put Dude, water. Right. You have soap faucet in one hand. On. You get water in the other. Then you do this. You go. I turn the faucet and then it's on. Thicker. It's got less of a barrier between. So your you hands. do add water. Yes. On of one course. hand, and you do this. Yeah. So what's the difference? No, the, so at first, first. Next time you go to the bathroom and you're washing your hands, I want you to notice: Are you going? Are you turning the water on? Getting the soap. And then going under the soap with the water, or do you go water first, then to the soap, then back under? Well, I have the water. two hands. I turn the water on. I get a pump of soap. I wet my left hand, and then I rub them together. Yeah, me yeah, too. That's the way. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sorry. Listen, food. Uh, another food news. Uh, food festivals can be a fun way to go out and experience the culinary offerings in your area. Like we got some great food festivals in this. I love mm-hmm. the Greek Fest. Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah. The Central West End uh, Central West End Greek Fest is always great. That's what is that usually Memorial Day weekend? It's good. That's great. Summertime. But again, festival so, nations. Man. Festival good. nations. Good food. You know, food. Again, food fest can be a fun way to go out and experience the different culinary offerings in in your area. But this is different. There's a new food festival coming to L.A. It's called Chain Fest, which will feature bites from restaurants like Chili's, <sighs> Duncan, Jack in the Box. Panda Express, Pizza Hut, Red Robin, Sonic. That's awesome. Drinks will be provided by Pepsi. There's going to be, quote-unquote, specialty alcoholic drinks from Guinness and Spirinoff and Crown Royal and Captain Morgan. 75 bucks to get in. And if it's slammed and you can't get into every booth, you can use Postmates to get delivery on site. <laughs> and one of the people behind this concept is BJ Novak from The Office. That's great. Hmm. That's but it's hilarious. it's not even it's not a joke it's not, or, or like a sarcastic stunt. His business partner is a chef named Tim Hollingsworth, and as part of the event, he's putting his spin on one classic dish from each chain, and that's something you could only get at the festival. I don't know if his creations are the only ones part of the fest or if the chains will also provide versions of their standard food. The festival is happening in Hollywood the first week of December. Two days have already sold out. They added another one. I think it's nice because the local food places seem to get too much Attention, it's nice yeah. these chains are finally getting a break. Getting all their money, yeah. yeah. No, I think there's room for everyone, and this is cool because, I mean, you know, whether you want to admit it or not, like, I mean, I love supporting local every chance I get, but, man, I got my this staples in the corporate chain ladder of everything, you know? Like, we drove past that new Panda Express on, on Manchester. Yeah, can't wait for it to open. <laughs> yeah. and it's open, I oh, think. I think so, and I go, oh, no Panda Express, and my wife goes, gross. I go, okay. Okay, lady. <laughs> Listen here. <laughs> Yes, we're not talking real authentic Chinese right. food, but God, the orange chicken over there. It's drive through <laughs> My wife and I, we, Come drove, on. we drove past that a couple of days ago. She goes, Who, who's still eating a, have, do you know what you want to go to Panda Express? No, but. It's amazing. I'll go there they're everywhere once in a while. And they keep growing. Yeah. Yeah. I was very surprised to see it opening where it opened, and I go, okay. Like, it's nice to know that whenever I want that orange chicken, I can it's go get there. it. When I was going out to the farm. I'd have to drive through, like, during the week, so I'd go after the show, if something had be on it there. Um, I'd have to drive through Washington, and in Washington, if I hadn't had lunch, there's a panda. Mm-hmm. And it was quick, easy, and you just go... Well, and you and they do have wait. veggies, too. You can get veggies yeah, you can get there. Veggies, so it's actually not fortune too bad. cookies. And normally, <laughs> it used to be in the mall only. So now, we are so lucky. Now we got standalones. Yeah. yeah, the veggie thing is pretty sweet. Grilled chicken, uh, veg, you're good. Now, we all have big battles and small battles. And for some people, one of them is having food delivered without onions. Uh, this man right here. Man. 
Let's talk about it. So Uber <laughs> Eats, Uber Eats just released a new report, which includes a list of the most popular special requests when ordering food for delivery. And the most common request on Uber Eats is no onions. No onions is the most common request on Uber Eats. Dressing on the side is second, followed by ranch, extra soy sauce, spicy, sauce on the side, no lettuce, no jalapenos, extra gravy, no slaw. There are a couple other random details from the report. Overall, the most ordered items are on Uber Eats, French fries, pad thai, miso soup, and California roll. Mm. The most popular delivery combos are burrito bowls with cheese, French fries with salt, chicken sandwiches with shredded lettuce, cheeseburgers with mustard, and okay. wings with ranch. Mm. The most unexpected food combos this year, steak with jelly, cottage cheese with mustard, condensed milk with avocado, seaweed with pasta sauce, and butter with pickled onions. Ugh. Ah. Interesting. The most frequently paired food and booze, ribeye with vodka, cheeseburger and frozen margarita, chicken and frozen pina colada, lobster tails and apple whiskey, hmm. and tamales and daiquiris. My people. <laughs> <laughs> Some other unique requests this year, special requests. Please fry my chicken very hard, very, very crispy, almost burned. <laughs> Sauce on everything. I mean, literally drown my food. And that amazing nectar. Wow. <laughs> These people are almost like romance novels in their yeah. descriptions of How what they this want one? to happen. Make it super, super hot. Damn. Fire spicy. Make me cry hot. Whoa. Make me hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Something like crazy. Freak of the week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have braces and it's difficult for me to chew. Please chop my salad and all ingredients in small, small pieces. Aww. And finally, put it in a box instead of a circle and container. I refuse to eat any food if presented in a circle container. That's weird. I like that one. I'm that amazed. makes more sense. Like I have a, you know, whenever I do my grocery store, like when I'm lazy and I'm like, I don't want to go to the grocery store. All I put in the notes is please use a paper bag because we use those to like do our recycling at home and stuff. And anyway, they never see the notes. So this is no. amazing that people are even looking at these. People notes. looking at the notes. They don't. If I get on an ordering app, whether it's Uber, Grubhub, whatever. If the restaurant does not have a no onions button, I just don't even risk it anymore because it, it's always going to have it. Yeah. Either it has to be a dish that does not come with it or I just or, or I don't do it. Because if you put it just in the notes for the driver of like no onions allergy. You, you have to write onions, no onions, brother. I will die. And this, yeah. <laughs> you have to write a good note. No onions, I will die. I do. And I will haunt Still you forever. Get Still get them. Still. Gosh. Did you it's not just see a thing the note? No one cares about. It's a thing that no one cares about. It's like, eh. They're going for speed. They're in everything, too. Onions? Yeah, it's just an easy, like, flavor. It's an easy way to add flavor to something. They're cheap well, vegetable. Bam, bam, throw them on. And I get it. I like them. They just tear me apart. Well, they're also playing the numbers. Like, chances are. Yeah. And I'll pick them off when I can. Okay with them. I'm not, like, a super big baby about it. It's just, like, sometimes they're in stuff and you can't get them out. Or they've been so ingrained. Like by the time you pull the thing apart, the whole thing falls apart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, we got time for a couple emails. Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. All right. Let's see. First up, dear Rizzuto Show members. That's us, guys. That's us. Hey. Hey. That's us. Hey. Hey. My name's Lavelle Jenkins. Yeah, you can say my name. <laughs> well, all right, Lavelle. <laughs> Born and raised in St. Louis, and I was listening to the podcast where Adam Conover 
and he asked what his St. Louis had that no other city has for food, and I screamed at the top of my lungs, Chinese food! <laughs> That's exactly how he screamed it. I catch a podcast every once in a while, and you guys rattle off all types of famous St. Louis foods, and you skip the one thing that everyone loves about our city. The flavor and uniqueness of our rice is way better than anywhere else. Our rice? Mm. I'm going to get to that. The rest of America has rice similar to Panda Express, which is terrible, <laughs> with peas and carrots to pad the stats and added LBs. I want you guys to try some if you aren't already aware. Good places are Rice House in Florissant, Lisa's Chop Suey in Jennings, Northland's Chop Suey, Ferguson. Keep up the great show. One love, Lavelle. I that heard there are some good, great man. Chinese places, like hole-in-the-wall Chinese places Is up that? in North County. Yeah, yeah, I have too. So that's my question, the reason I chose this email. Is that something we're famous for? Am I not aware of this? Um, I didn't know. I didn't know about the rice, the the. The St. Paul sandwich, which which you could get at Chinese food places in the St. Louis yeah. area, that's a St. Louis thing. Yes. That was invented here. Still a thing. The St. Paul sandwich you could buy, it's like chop suey, mm -hmm. not, not uh, egg foo young, right? It's egg foo young on yeah, sure. white bread with mayo. Okay. Hmm. Like, that's a St. Louis thing. But as far as Chinese food goes, there's some good Chinese food places in the area. Um what we used to do, like when I lived you know, on a budget in New York City, um, we'd go to the places that look like garbage. Yes. They usually had mm -hmm. the best food. Yeah, I remember whenever I would go to New York, everyone said, when you're walking in the street, just look for the mom and pop kind of place, but whatever has a line out the door, that's the one to With go With Chinese there. people online. Yeah. Dude, we used to go, there was a place uh, that served Cuban Chinese food. Wow. Half the menu was Cuban food, the other half was Chinese. Hmm. Mm. I don't know if it's still open. Look up La Caridad. La Caridad. I remember when we worked Man. downtown at MS, uh, the engineer department, engineering department would always go up to Ferguson and bring back Chinese food. Yep, I think it was probably from that place. Yeah, those, those sounded familiar. So I don't know if the city is known for it. I think we know maybe locally, but like I don't think people that are coming to St. Louis are necessarily going to find our Chinese restaurants, unfortunately. Yeah, well, how do you spell it? La Caridad, C-A-R-I-D-A-D. I'm just trying to figure out, is that something that we're famous for? Is the people come here and they're like, whoa, Chinese food. Because I've heard it a couple places since I've lived here from a couple people. A couple comics, actually. Uh, and I'm like, is this just something that I'm unaware of? Is La Caridad closed? Yeah, I don't know. La Caridad. It says 78. I don't know if that's the same one, but... Uh, or it had yeah, 78. It closes after 20 or after 52 years. And Damn. this was just posted. Oh, no, no it was 2020. Okay, okay, so it went down to 2020. Ah, it's gone, huh? Yeah, Dang. sorry, man. I just looked up a place. When I lived in the South City, there was a place years. called Panda Pavilion in, uh, on Chippewa. Mm -hmm. Closed. Ah. Now, I love places like uh, Gorilla Street Food. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have had that. Oh, yeah, they, yeah, uh, like, great. So there's great like Filipino places here. And Thai, speaking of fluorescent Thai, the King and I is good. The best Thai in town. King and I just closed, right? Or I they think moved. they moved. They moved they to moved Brentwood. Or they were, yeah, and they were right by my house. They bummed me out. Grand too, or something. But yeah, Pearl Cafe. If you haven't done that in fluorescent, that place is Gorilla oh, Street Food. Oh, I Grand was really good. Gorilla Street Food. I think is now back to just being a food truck. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think the brick and mortar made it. But I'm just just interesting to me. It's something. Uh, maybe it's something we need to do a little research so we can start. Uh, I think you're right. You like a soul taco? I don't feel like that's yes. like synonymous. Oh, love soul taco, dude. dude either location, yummy. Love soul taco. It's such a cool. I like a place that does. The thing I like about soul taco, it's one of those places where like we're so confident 
here's four things on mm -hmm. our menu. That's all we need. It's you can have a bulgogi bowl, a burrito, uh, tacos, or get the hell out of here. Yep. Yeah, and I like that. I love that. I they also have like I haven't these, been there in a long time. They've got these Red Canyon waffle fry like queso bowls they do with all the like bugagi meat or whatever. Yeah. And it's it's good. And yeah, the dude that owns that is a really cool guy. I think it's my number three favorite. Spot. Oh yeah. I think it's definitely my top five. That yum yum sauce is off the chain. Dude. What about uh, there was a place called Kim Cheese? Never mm -hmm. been, but I've seen it. Awesome. Is there's that still one open? on Manchester. There's a kimchi. Kim cheese. Kim cheese. Like C H I apostrophe. C H E E S E. Kim cheese. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. It looks permanent clothes. Oh, no! So don't try that <laughs> one. Uh... <laughs> it was right across the street from where Soul Taco is now in Chesterfield. Mm. All right. Well, uh, no I'll, I'll see what else is All right. Nice. Lavelle, we'll do our best to educate ourselves moving forward. Uh, staying in the vein of food news. Uh, hello, Rizzio. Hey, what's hey. us, guys? I want to run a scenario past you and see how you would have handled this situation. This past week, I attended a fall party with lots of great food. I grabbed a delicious homemade brownie and began to rave about how delicious it was to the whole group. Several people grabbed a brownie, too, and said, Lowell, you got to try this thing. We all agreed. It was tasty. After a few bites, I realized the brownie was full of white animal hair. Oh, I had about six pieces of hair in my brownie. I quietly wadded up the remaining brownie and sat in silence as I watched everyone else consume their hair-filled brownies. I contemplated saying something to the group but decided against it as not to embarrass the person who made the brownies. I figured a few animal hairs ain't going to hurt nobody. Did I make the right move? Later, I thought to myself, what if someone was allergic to cat slash dog hair and they had a reaction? Cassie. Oh, man. Weigh in on this. This is tough. That is a tough... Because I get you don't want to embarrass anyone, but... So the place is full... <laughs> so Learn his lead Wait, the so, so the brownie... You, you said how the great host. the brownies are. You just told the whole group, you got to try these. As they're all devouring them, you take a bite, realize it's got animal hair okay. in it. You got to tell the host. You got to tell the host. Yeah. But it was homemade, so they don't want to embarrass Maybe the host made them. Yeah, but you could tell them or. I was watching Seinfeld. <laughs> not to interrupt you, Scott. I was watching Seinfeld last night. It was the episode of how at, at the end where Jerry talks. It's the one where George gets the toupee and he doesn't want to date the bald girl. <laughs> then she dumps him. Anyway, uh, Jerry's bit at the end where he talks about, you know, we go throughout our lives. We love people's hair. We touch their hair. We kiss them on the back of their head. But the minute a hair is in your food, it is like the worst thing ever. And it really resonated with me. Like, why do we kiss each other on the head? But that's Who does not that? gross. People. I don't kiss anybody on the head. I don't kiss the cook on the head when I go into the restaurant. <laughs> I'm, just I'm not grabbing anybody's head and kissing it's their like head. Tommy Madden, when Tommy gross? walks past the office, he always kisses me on the head. Right. You know, it's just the thing. I mean, it's a good Who's point. Who's kissing anybody on the head? <laughs> <laughs> it's Who also animal hair. It's animal hair. I yeah, it sucks. It's yeah. disgusting, and you got to tell the host. And it could be rodent hair because they might. Is it weird? I think I'd rather find animal hair than people hair. Uh, I don't know because you never know what kind of animal it was. Where the pan? Oh, you also don't know where the hair on the person, where the hair came from on right. their body. Yeah, well, you know. Like, oh, if it's <laughs> a curly, usually know. If it's a curly piece of hair, I'm out. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't care if the chef had a great, you know, perm. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They, you know. Ugh. But I mean, I guess they're, it's cooked, but right? It's the other cooked. thing is like you, 
didn't eat the brownie and you let everyone else eat the brownie. That's brutal. That's Good joke. Brutal, though. dude. That's savage. So you find so they find a lot of hair in the six hairs. Oh, in one brownie. That sucks. That's yep. a lot of hairs. That's a lot. That's uh. That's... You know, this is somebody who's like, my cat goes anywhere she wants. Yeah, I'm like, telling you, my cat's up on the counter my when cats, I'm making food. My cats are not on the counter. They don't uh, like getting on the counters. They like getting on tables, but not. But I always wipe them down. And anytime I'm a freaking neat freak, man. So like, anytime I'm getting ready to make something, I wipe that stuff down. I know where I live. She has I a very clean home. Think. I will give her that. Mm. Thank you. And I smelled no cats upon entry. God, really? Wow. <laughs> tell the tell the host. Tell yeah, the host. Tell All the right. Host. All right. Time well, for then, one more. Uh, quick one. All right. Let's get to this one. This was uh, let me see there. You find a good one here. Well, you said a quick one, and then quick. I lost it. <laughs> eh, eh, oh, uh. It's quick. I like it. It's gone. All right. Well, we'll take a break. We got to take a oh, break. Oh, wait. Here it is. Hold on. Quickly. Recently went on a trip to California, and when we came upon some road work, there were signs instructing people to use zipper merging. Why is this not a thing in Missouri? I've never heard of it until you guys talked about it a while back. All zipper drivers is supposed to be need to be yes. taught this. Why is it causing so many problems? Am I the a-hole? Anyway, just ranting. Love the show. Because people are people are selfish. They're weird they, here about that. They think you're of losing. Together. They think you lose out if someone gets in. I don't know. It's yeah. just supposed to work it's together. Selfishness, yeah. And you give somebody the rules. You give them a second to make a decision. If they don't, you'd make it for them. You just keep going. The thing about it is it will make the jam move faster if you just all do it. If yeah. everybody zipper merges and we know it's bang, bang, one, 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 yeah. one, one, then that. Otherwise, it that's what causes the jam is everybody trying to scooch up. Yeah, and if and somebody break, gets out of sync, the whole happens, thing is ruined. We all got to work together, guys. Is yes, that a Missouri? Yeah. But is like, do they not teach that in Missouri? No, they don't. Because people here think brake lights mean traffic moves. Ah. And so they love to put brake lights on instead of, <laughs> oh, if I actually use the gas pedal, we keep moving. This is how this works. They can't figure it out here. I want to tell you this. Yesterday, I was on Clayton Road at Kerr's Mill, and I was in the... They have, it's, you know, it's one way each, and then they have a turn lane because there's a lot of residencies around there. And uh, I was leaving my bandmate's house, and I got in the turn lane, and it was backed up, like, all the way to, like, town and country, all right? And I had just, I just stayed in that turn lane, and I just, I kept going, and I just got all the way up to curse. I was a total a-hole yesterday. Yeah, well. But also, like, the I kept trying to see, like, is there a gap? Is there a gap? Is there a gap? Nope. Yeah. I'm just going to keep, keep going. going. Yeah, you got to, to find I that spot. just Whee! zipped past everybody. That's I felt bad, but, but also I also got like, home. Yeah, yeah. Um, you did the, you went around everyone? I was in the turn. Man, I, <laughs> oh, man. The, the craziest thing. I would want to kill you. Yeah, that's the opposite of zipper. The craziest thing that happened to me this week on the road. Oh, man. We were on our way back from Johnny Brock's. I was on 44 going uh, west. Yeah. So what time would we leave Johnny Brock's? Uh, probably, yeah. 12, 1230? About 12.30. Driving home, and from the back of a truck, a I guess a truck hauling windshields, a gust of wind caught one of the windshields oh. and blew it up in the air. You're what? kidding me. Wild. That's this crazy. This thing caught air, flipped a couple times, and it was, I mean, could have killed somebody. That's terrible, Damn. the shield part. And then... Crashed on the side of the uh, on the side of the road. Oh, yeah. it was on this. Oh, so nobody got hit by no, it. No, thank, thank God. God. Yeah, yeah. Was, that was I think wild. that happens a lot because I had Tina's truck didn't even stop. Tina had a crack in her windshield while she was gone. I had it replaced, and I felt bad. The guy I ordered it from had her windshield and four windshields for Amazon trucks, which are not cheap. I think the Amazon truck ones are like over a grand a piece. Yeah, they're huge. 
And he was hauling them in the back of a truck in that little thing that looks like a yeah. little paper separator. That's what happened. And he said, windy day, caught one, knocked one over, broke all of them. Dang. And I'm like, man, do you have insurance for that? And he's like, no, I just have to eat those. And I'm like, man, that was like. One flew off the truck, and it flew about 20 feet in the air. Wow. That's wild. God, and I didn't notice man. what it was first. I thought it was just paper. But you saw this live? Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought you read about it. Oh, oh no. I saw it. I was there. I was driving. I thought it was paper. And then, thank God, it landed on the side of the road. Wow. wow. Shattered into a million man. pieces. Uh, Learn, I hate yeah. to kind of spring this on you, but can you do sports? Yeah. I mean, can I do sports? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show. Sports. Sports are presented by DraftKings at Casino Queen. You think you know football? Bet on it at DraftKings at Casino Queen. Okay, you guys. Last night. Uh, tell us what happened last time. The Blues down. were somewhere else last night, apparently. Defenseman <laughs> Jason Falk was quoted as saying to the STL Post-Dispatch. It's Justin Falk, but okay. It's sloppy. It's ugly. It's ugly hockey. It looks lazy. There's going to be nights where you're not feeling it, but if you're not feeling it, you just make a simple play, make them work for it, and earn it at least. But we kind of didn't really make them work too hard today. Yeah, you didn't make them work too hard. Uh, Jacob Verano was trying to work hard. He had a goal and an assist to lead the Blues. Sammy Blaze scored in the third period, but the Blues couldn't pull this out because the Arizona Cardinals, I'm sorry, Arizona Coyotes, six to two. <laughs> yeah, Man. fired it was up. Bad. It was it was bad. The Blues were outshot 42 to 26 and 16 to four in the third period, and the Coyotes just ate through our Blues. So just a couple corrections: it's Justin Falk and okay. Jakob. Oh, Jakob. Is that the comedian? No. Oh. Um, Tomorrow at 7 o'clock, the Pittsburgh Penguins will be at home at our St. Louis Blues. Good luck, guys. Also, uh, congratulations to Pavel Dimitra. Dimitra. Keith Kachuk, Mike Lute. They're going to be officially inducted into the Blues Hall of Fame. That will happen on January 19th at Max St. Louis. Uh, fans can also celebrate their induction on January 20th versus the Washington hockey team. So that's cool. They got a cool blue jacket. Very nice. Uh, St. Louis S uh, City SC is versus the Seattle Sounders. That's happening tomorrow at 8 o'clock. And again, the win probability for St. Louis is 40%. <laughs> right. Don't forget, the inaugural book is 303 pages. It's limited edition. It's going to be available in limited quantities beginning tomorrow at the in-store City Pavilion. Um, so get there early. I imagine anybody will want this. And uh, so Our buddy Matt Seebeck was, was uh, tweeting about it? it yesterday. Oh, I don't know if he wrote it, but he tweeting about it. it looks looks awesome. The Astros beat the Rangers to tie the American League Championship Series at two games apiece, and the Diamondbacks are just one game down in the NLCS before, or I'm sorry, after beating the Phillies. Um, also, baseball collectibles company called Rally currently owns Mickey Mantle's childhood home in uh, Commerce, Oklahoma, and they're selling it to fans $7 at a time. The house is valued at $329,000, and so Rally is offering 47,000 shares of this house at $7 a pop, and while the company might one day use the property for a short-term rental or develop it further as a tourist destination. The focus right now is to give the ordinary, everyday baseball fans a unique investment as a connection to the I may do this. Seven dollars. Seven bucks to own a piece of Mickey Mantle's home? Yep. That's awesome. In football, do we Do I all get access to it or no? No. I you just, just get to own, own a little piece. A little piece Let's of it. do it. One share of Mickey Mantle's I home. I own a foot-by-foot -foot piece of land in Scotland. Huh. That's cool. So, or Ireland, I meant. So, yeah, let's do it. Here's something else that's cool. The Jags, we all had them. They won last night. Only one person. By the way, Fastlane Risho picked the Saints. The Saints. Who? Anthony Stalter picked the Saints last What's night. What's up with him? I think he's. He likes to pick upsets. Yeah. But when he's on, it, it pays off for him. Unless he didn't make his pick. 
but I just saw he was the only one with a zero. Mm, we'll see what happens. Hey, I got some audio of this in our crap on folder. Uh, okay. Patrick Mahomes has his eyes on a big prize on the heels of his investment into a Formula One team, Alpine Racing, with teammate uh, Travis Kelsey. Mahomes talked recently to the press uh, about his interest in owning an NFL team once his playing career finishes. Here's a little bit of what he right. said. Travis, I know this is up. Patty Mahomes. Yeah, eventually, uh, when I'm done playing. Uh, I think Tom's trying to do it right now. Um, but uh, that's definitely where you want to get to because uh, I love this sport and want to give back in any way possible. When I'm done playing, obviously, I'll be a, I'll be a Chiefs fan. Uh, but at the same time, I want to have that competitive uh, edge like I've always had my entire life. I'm always looking around. I mean, obviously, I can't do it in the uh, the NFL while I'm playing. Um, so I'm always looking around at other sports. I mean, it's hard to get in, in, in all sports, uh, NBA and all that different type of stuff. But uh, I'm always keeping my ears open. If they give me the opportunity, I'm going to jump at it. Man, he's got a lot of money. He does. And he already <laughs> owns part of the Royals. Um, he or owns part of a Sporting KC. And Brittany Mahomes co-founded a soccer team, Kansas City Current, and also a Miami pickleball club. So he's got his little... He just got so much everything. money. I need to spend it. I think yeah. I'm going to... Buying on an NFL team. Hey, man, the guy is, he's a sweet kid. I wish him the best. If the Hunt family's going to sell the Chiefs, that's who you sell it to. There you go. The Kansas City Chiefs will host the L.A. Chargers on Sunday. Uh, locally, Tower Grove Park is going to hold a ribbon cut and ribbon cutting ceremony Woo! today uh, for two new community basketball courts um, at 3 p.m. So if you like basketball, you'll be able to play in Tower Grove. And in tennis, Serena Williams has signed a deal to write two books. The first book she plans to write will feature everything from her childhood and early tennis training to her career and obstacles she's faced along the way. And that second book will be something more inspirational, uh, where Williams will offer some life lessons that she's learned on and off the court. I am Learn. Moon is out. And that was your sports. Thank you, Learn. That was good. Excellent job. Mm -hmm. One you. final break. We'll come back and wrap her up. That's it. I've given you all I could give. Yeah. That's it. You did good. Well, thank We all did good. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, have a great weekend, everybody. Some events to tell you all about. Uh, King Scott is going to be at Heavy Smoke starting at noon. Yep, noon, noon to two. two. Eating Get yourself some food. steaks, raising money, signing yeah. billboards, kissing uh, a lot of heads. Yep. That's kissing right. a lot yeah. of heads. So see King Scott at Heavy Smoke in St. Yep. Peter's from noon to two. I'll be out at uh, Nine Mile Garden uh, from five to seven this evening. Go see Rafe tomorrow at Together Credit Union in St. Peter's, uh, beginning right. at 10 a.m. 10 to noon. And then I will be out at the Hot Shots in St. Charles on Saturday night from 6 to 8 with Goose Island Hazy Beer Hug. And then DB's on Sunday yep. with Gangsta. Pulling around there. I will have the uh, David Lee Roth, Sammy Hagar cookbook with me Ooh. at Together Credit Union Whoa. if you missed an opportunity to be sworn in. Is let's, that the vault? Let's that do it in? legally at yep. a financial institution. That's right. <laughs> Open an account. That's All legit. Right. Uh, Rafe, I know you're somewhere tonight. Yeah, oh yeah, I got I'm doing a little bit. I'm doing a guest set at the Crack Fox there downtown. I think it's their final show. My buddy Chris here has been running a show there for a long time. And uh, uh, I'm doing a little pop up uh, St. Louis show down there at the Crack Fox at 8 o'clock. If you're not got anything going on, come on in. All right. Uh, learn. Yeah, my band's playing tomorrow, two to five, uh, free show, Copper Fire in Belleville. And nice. Dang. It's going to be a party. So if you like to dance, you want to see what happens when I get behind a mic like that. Uh, All right. Mm -hmm. Special guest singer, name rhymes with Fane Swetsky. Wow. All right. So, yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah, guys, yeah. we will have a special guest with us tomorrow. There Somebody that's never played with us before. There it is. Oh. Cool. Breaking Good. news. Yep. It's going to be huge. Uh, all right. Anything else, guys? 
Uh, <laughs> I think All that's right. about it. Uh, shout out one more time to Junkweiser for sponsoring Wasteland. Right. Junkweiser sponsored my big old dome all week. I appreciate you. They do all kinds of services there. Appliance removal, furniture removal, hot tub removal, which is important to everyone on this show because oh, yeah. we know what we do in yeah. hot tubs. Oh, yeah. Basement cleanouts, hoarder cleanouts, which is wild, demolition and eviction cleanouts. Look, heavy junk, double-handed junk, even really dirty junk. Junkweiser loves it all. Never passes judgment, even if it's small. So call right now. All right? From tiny junk to huge junk, Junkweiser is your only option for personal business junk removal in the St. Louis area. 314-260-7110. Or visit junkwiser.com to book. Oh, Thank you, nice. Junkwiser. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for your donation to the Song Society. All right, we leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day, brought to you by Hot Shots. Hotshots.com slash Team Riz from Edwardsville, Illinois. Brian Cardwell is our Team Riz member. The Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.